0: Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? For jugglers and
1: jugglers. You are now listening to the best
2: best friends podcast in the world.
3: Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I am your host, weighing in at 0.097 metric tons of fun, the beast of the yeast, Christmas Maximus, and a failure of a presidential hopeful, uh, it's Tom. <laughs> so hard on yourself. I'm your other host.
2: <laughs> no, oh, okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay.
1: Even if you want to get sad with it, it's fine. I mean just in memorial of
3: your uh failed presidential race it was uh it's just it's disappointing you tried your best i know it's just i've I've just gone into a a slowly just drawn myself into a tracksuit full of depression oh it is is a nice tracksuit a south philly tuxedo over there
1: (laughs) and i'm your other host the Royers ford rattlesnake
3: Hell yeah. It's Dan. All right. And we are the podcast that you've all come to love and adore. The best best friends podcast in the world. Gets me hype every time. Every time. Right. All right. Um, Yeah. I, Dan, I just... I've just been wallowing in defeat this past week. I know. I, I, I came in. You were just wearing a tracksuit. You weren't even dressed. No, I've got chicken wing stains all over it. Yeah, I'm just. Napkins have run out now. This is my napkin. Um, it's just it's utter despair. <laughs> um, you know, I know now the feeling of uh, John Kerry who uh fell into irrelevance. Um, who? yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Mitt Romney managed to stay afloat somehow. Um, but that's because he's got multiple wives pushing him back up. Yeah. Mormons are hot these days for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. You can't hate on them because you, you know, two PC. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try my best to stay relevant. I'm not going to fall into the shadows. You know, we might, uh, we might go 2024 who knows. Maybe
1: not dress like a stagehand for corn. Well, I can't make any promises on
3: that. (laughs) I could, I might, I might reassess my, uh, my, my vice presidential candidate. Tom, are you ready? (sighs) Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry. We are, uh, we are joined today, uh, by another, uh, leader in the, 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 PA craft beer scene. Uh, we are joined by the founder, the brewmaster, and master coffee roaster at Soul and Sun Brewing Company in Exton PA. It's John. How do you say your last name? Zangwill? Zangville? Zangwill? Zangwill. Yeah, Zangwill. All right. Just sure. go with Jay-Z. Come yeah. on. I was going to go Jay-Z. Jay Zang. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh Jonathan Zangwill. John, What's thanks up, for guys. Thanks for coming on with us, man. We are we appreciate Good. having you on. Absolutely, I don't like that word "leader," though. No, I would say yeah, you're a leader. I mean, you're you're distributing to uh, to grocery stores. You're you're pumping out delicious beer and roasting coffee, and your stage lighting sure. right now is just impeccable,
1: <laughs> isn't
0: it? It's amazing. <laughs> we built this just for times like
3: this. I thought you were going to say you built this city on rock and roll. On nope. <laughs> rock and roll um yeah but thanks for coming on uh, i would i would put you in the leader category I, I don't i don't see why why you wouldn't yeah like it's just been it up just seems co- so
0: formal <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just want to be just the dude the dude i just want to be the guy
3: <laughs> i would say, i would say if you're a if you're a local brewery and i can pick you up at wegman's i would put you in the leader category Yeah, hey, you're winning right there yeah
1: good distribution i don't think we have
0: beer at wegman's
3: Mm, maybe it's giant <laughs> then I definitely have seen you in a grocery Hold store. A I feel uh, like
0: maybe whole foods,
3: whole
1: foods. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It might've been whole foods. I know we definitely saw them at the foodery.
3: Yes. Oh yeah. The foodery in, in Phoenixville. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, maybe it was, I was just at whole foods. That's probably what you have in your head right now. Yeah. The
1: tracksuit is really throwing you off right now. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I, I very rarely get bougie. Like I don't, I rarely get whole foods bougie.
1: Yeah. Maybe you're too relaxed in the tracksuit.
3: Yeah. It's just my brain's relaxed now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So we're going to, we're going to talk some, uh, some stolen sun beer. Can't wait. We have a, we have a little bit of, uh, an interesting beer episode. Now this was, this was posed. This idea was posed to me by John, Oh okay. Um we usually do a a two beer episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going 3 <laughs> for this episode and uh and the reason we're going to do a uh double dry hop versus a triple dry hopped. Oh man, of the same beer. Oh, nice. So, uh John wanted to talk about the the difference between the dry hopping and then uh we're going to do a uh we're going to do something coffee related. Nice. I, I'm stoked for that. It's it's like Coke and new Coke. Like, yeah. Are we going to be able to tell? Are difference? we going to be able to tell the difference? <laughs> Do a double blind <laughs> yeah. taste test, a double dry hop, double blind taste test. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> putting it down as an episode there you right go. now. Nice. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're going to we're gonna tap into these beers because uh, we don't have that much time and we have a lot of beer. Yep. It's going to be hop heavy. Here we go. All right. So we're going to start off with uh, six feet of separation uh, the double dry hopped variety. Dry. Um, and I, I, now I need to, we definitely need to put out video because John's just, he has a wall of beer, much like a uh, grateful dead's wall of sound behind him, <laughs> which I, I feel that's very apt, uh, given your aesthetic. Um, so, uh, yeah, John just reached around and was like, Oh, which one is it? Um, so, before we get into the beer, I have to go through my formalities. Um, first, we need all of you to subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. Uh, subscribe, that's only for you. I mean, I guess it helps our analytics a little bit. Yeah, through Apple turns podcast. on your push
1: notifications, yeah. lets you know when a new episode
3: comes up. Uh, give us a rating. Rating is what helps us the most. Uh, five-star rating. I mean, we're, we're five stars all around right five-star now. Five-star party. Yeah, let's keep that going. Um, and then we like reviews. Uh, so if you give us a review, we don't care what the review is, uh, positive, negative. Who cares? Scathing. I
1: I can't, I can't wait. Like we have the music set. Like I can just read the, like during the Hulk music, (laughs) like if it's just like a terrible, like you, like if you really just don't like what we're doing, give us five stars anyway, but just leave us an epic review for me to read.
3: Um, so yeah, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, and if you like the podcast, tell your friends about it. All oh, your friends Yeah, spread the word. We're like a multi-level marketing. You know, you tell one friend, they tell three friends, those friends Tom, tell Tom, three friends. Tom, that's a pyramid scheme. Oh, a beer amid scheme. Oh, hey. I'm, I'm throwing that down for yeah, the title. Yeah, too. Absolutely. All right. And uh, you can follow us on Untapped if you want to read or read, read about the beers that we've been drinking uh, in past episodes, what we drank in this episode. Um, but please don't try and rate or review beers because nobody knows what they're talking about on their app. And it's a cesspool that is dragging down the whole craft beer industry. And yeah, look at that. Thumbs up. <laughs> Every single brewer. <laughs> Yeah. So um, everybody's on there just like, I mean, the beer we got drank pretty good, don't it? So why come out with new beers? Why try anything other than a uh, a hazy double IPA? Yeah. Hazy double IPAs are
0: great. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking
1: of hazy double IPAs, let's.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you can also follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends Pod. Damn, you're coming in hot
1: with that plug. Yeah, that was a drop.
3: Yep, and it's best best friend's pot. Um, all right, so we're like we said, we're gonna do uh, six feet of separation, double dry hopped. Uh, so it's a socially distanced double dry hop, juicy IPA. Yeah, uh, I'll start off with a
1: description right here that we pulled from Untapped. I mean, you guys are always you guys always have great descriptions and we realized that on, I guess the episode with breweries and PA. Yeah, I am. I'm a sucker for a, a brewery that has a good description of their beer. I like to read it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's, it's always, it's always good. So it's, it's always
3: disappointing. I, I, I'm glad to hear
0: someone actually does that <laughs> like, it, because it takes so much energy to, to be as uh, to write a beer description.
3: It It's always so disappointing when, I'm, I'm writing the, the show notes and I go to put in the description and it's like, uh, uh, it's beer. Yeah. Mosaic and, uh, mosaic and, uh, well, you know, Vic secret, the yeah. end, the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I we definitely appreciate it. A great description. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, when we did stolen Sun before with breweries and PA, yeah. the sweet tang had an epic description. Um, (laughs) so, I mean, that,
0: that was great. I I always wonder like if people actually look at it and I'm actually glad because (laughs) I always put stuff in them that I'm like, no, one's ever going to read this. The whole like space theme and everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was great. So, um, well, without further ado, here is six feet of separation, double dry hop by Stolen Sun Brewing Company at Stolen Sun Brewing Company at Exton, Pennsylvania. What started as a collaboration has ended in separation. We loaded this hazy brew with Galaxy, yes, Mosaic and Idaho 7, and Double Dry Hopped. You'll get all the juicy tropical fruits you can handle in this brew, but we warn you, please maintain six feet of separation at all times. We hope you and your families are staying safe and sane during this trying time. We can't wait till we can all be together again. Such a nice description right there, and so current with the times. I love it. Uh, That's uh, 6.6% alcohol. This beer we
0: actually brewed as a a collaboration with PJ Wellahan's. Oh, no, sure, Like two days before we got shut down, or three days before we got shut down, uh, um, uh, PJ Wellahan's folks came here. We brewed this beer. We brewed the base, and uh, everything got shut down, and we kind of had nothing to do with it. And we decided just to start hopping the heck out of it. And, uh, it became six feet of separation.
3: That's awesome.
1: That's an awesome background. Yeah. I mean, and collaborating with some, someone like PJ Willihan's like, you never hear about that. No.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the, the beer, I think is a fantastic beer and, but I think we were initially going for a pineapple IPA sort of beer. Okay. So it completely changed from what we started with to what we ended with in this beer.
1: Alright, All right, ready to crack this yeah, one? Yeah,
3: let's do this. So you do a little countdown for yep. us? One, two, three.
1: Oh, good one there. Aroma. I feel like with the Galaxy, there's going to be a certain level of dankness in this that I'm going to thoroughly enjoy.
3: Super juicy. It's got good color. <clears throat> Good head retention on it.
1: Yeah. So you originally wanted to try and like pull a lot of like pineapple flavor out of this one.
0: We're actually going to do a pineapple infused IPA.
1: Oh, okay. So you guys like dropped the pineapple and went with just going we hop just heavy
0: Started just and beer. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's funny. Cause we just did a, a pineapple IPA last week with a uh, Warwick farm. Yeah. Um, he hopped it with a uh, Citra and brew one. And I don't think he actually did. He use pineapple in it. I believe he did. I don't remember if he said he conditioned it on pineapple or not. After that just came through with the hops. I'm not sure. I think like there was a certain
1: amount of juicy like citrus and like tropical fruit that came from brew one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The most unoriginal hop name you could ever think of. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, You want to cheers this, sir?
3: Yeah, I've been
1: drinking. <laughs> I was you like, I forgot about that. I was going to wait for
3: your cheers there. <laughs> Sancha. Uh, it's my relaxed brain. Exactly what
1: I was hoping for with the mosaic and the uh, galaxy right there.
0: Yeah, a ton of tropical fruit. And you even get that like almost fermenty pineapple note to it. Yeah, I was going to say
1: like that fermented kind of like taste down the end right there is really nice guy gives yeah. it almost like an earthy kind of um aftertaste
0: yeah a lot of that's had idaho seven too idaho's gets very like kind of dirty it's like dirty tropical fruits dang
3: yeah, it's
1: nice yeah dank exactly yeah
3: yeah i don't know i don't know if it's because you put it in my head but i'm getting like pineapple right on the nose yeah it's super juicy um goes down really smooth
1: yeah, for being like double dry hopped, I mm-hmm. thought there would be a little bit more like bitterness to it, but it's like really smooth.
3: So what is your, uh, what's your, <laughs> what's your bittering hop in here? Is that the, uh, the mosaic?
0: Uh, you know what? I don't even know what we use for bittering in
3: this. I would say it's probably it's not a, mosaic. It's not a lot of bittering anything in this. Business. No, yeah, it's, it's not. There's not a whole lot of bitter to, to be spoke about
1: it's got like a nice like fermented like like you said like dirty like tropical fruit kind of flavor like yeah. earthy finish on it it doesn't finish with like that orange peel and stuff that you get with like citra
0: mm-hmm. and it's got a really nice mouthfeel too so it's got a great body to the beer yeah it almost good. has that that fuzzy mango kind of flavor to it
1: oh no that's a, it's,
0: that's it's a good super, observation it's super complex it really is it's a great delicious beer
1: oh john beat you to the word complex.
3: That's blacks. usually that's usually Tom's word right but there. Rarely happens. I know, it's been a while. <laughs> um no, I I'm I mean, I agree with everything you just said. The mouthfeel is right in line with what I would I would expect from a, a New England. Um I mean, this is just uh I would say nailing the New England style for what I would look for. Um definitely. It's it's got the New England color. Um it's got that juicy uh, citrusy flavor that I come to expect from, uh, from a new England. Um, I mean, the head retention, the body's nice, uh, mouth feels perfect. Um, I mean, with a new England style, you want that nice, smooth, uh, you know, I'll go back to what that juicy feel is what, you know, it comes down to is with a juicy beer, you're not going to get high carbonation, um, which you really shouldn't get out of, uh, like an IPA like that.
0: No, definitely. So one other, one thing we do in our brewery is we have a centrifuge uh, back here. So the centrifuge actually allows us to kind of pull the particles out of the beer and allows us to kind of get the final product we want. Like our haze actually sticks in our beer, which is kind of not all that easy to do. Really, but we're able to kind of get some good techniques on the hot side, and then uh, you know with a lot of the adjuncts we put in it but then we're also able to separate the beer properly. So you don't end up with any floaters. There's no, there's no particles in our beer. Oh, very cool.
1: What do you guys it's use for clean. the uh,
0: grain build for it? Are you guys What's using grain like, bill?
1: Yeah. Are you guys using like oats with it for like the mouthfeel? Oh yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. A ton
0: of oats and, and you know, basic two row malt and, and wheat, wheat oats, all the malts. Yeah. Well, not all the malts. A couple malts. A <laughs> couple malts. Just a couple months.
1: Yeah, I feel like the oat really comes through with the mouthfeel; gives it that nice, pillowy, soft yeah. kind of uh, yeah feel I agree. to it. So, John, how did yeah, you? Been- how it's
3: did you? Uh, how did you get started with Soul & Sun?
0: Uh, so, I, I know I look like I'm 22 years old, but uh, <laughs> I started brewing back in the um, like around 94. Right, we're right around, well, actually around 92, I was at University of Florida in Gainesville. And uh, I'm a food engineer, studied uh, studied basically industrial fermentations and got into brewing beer back when, you know, a lot, a lot of folks weren't really brewing beer. And uh, I spent about 12 years in the craft beer world, kind of brewed in uh, California, Hawaii, Pittsburgh, Reading, uh, Jersey, Tallahassee. Oh, wow. For about 12 years. So it was kind of all over the place. And then I went into the corporate world for about 12 years and kind of did some uh, food engineering for very large food manufacturers. And then just decided... uh, My last gig was a somewhat local gig in Westchester where I was building a roastery for a large uh, roasting company. And I fell in love with coffee. So just got tired of the grind and my wife and I decided... Let's uh, build a brewery roaster.
1: The grind. Eh, I get it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we're picking up what you're putting. Good down. one. <laughs> I really wasn't putting that down.
0: I really meant the grind that we were just tired of working for people and just decided, uh, you know, wanted to kind of live the dream of brewing beer and roasting. I mean, you know, we have a small eatery here. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how Stolen Sun came about.
3: I mean Dan I I've never eaten at your establishment I've only been there for pickups but I know Dan has spoken very highly of the the food at your Oh yeah at your brewery Yeah
1: my wife and I stumbled across you guys about like a I could say like a year ago it was like one of our first outings with our little one actually trying to get out of the house you know she was only like 3 or 4 months old and you know we went to we we started in Levante but they didn't have any food there at the time and we needed to find food so Yeah, went on Google maps and you guys popped up and we stopped and the food was excellent. You guys have an Epic burrito. I'm a burrito connoisseur myself.
0: So (laughs) that was, yeah. West coast, West coast burritos. They're great, man. I love them. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like every, like all the food that we have here is, um, you know, a good portion of it is, is food that's come from my life or my wife's life, my wife's life at some point. And we've kind of put it, and it's just simple, like very, you know, savory, delicious foods. Yeah, it's fun, simple. like brewery. Very food. simple. Yeah, and yeah.
3: and your back now. Your your kind of culinary background makes much more sense with the, you know, the the menu that you have over there because it is you have a kind of an eclectic menu, and it everything on there does sound amazing.
0: I actually don't have a culinary background.
3: Well, no, you your food engineering. But
0: yeah, but like, so food engineering is really about uh, like designing factories.
3: Oh, okay. I thought it was and like, like it's engineering, like process food engineering. engineering, processing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's like big factory stuff. It's really not like uh, sauteing anything. I'm, thinking I guess, like, like
1: the um, West Coast living, Hawaii living yeah. with like the, the, that type of food. Just like, like you yeah. said, burritos, like you said, that came from your background and everything. So I was like, ah, oh, it's a man after my own heart right there. I love burritos, tacos. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dis. I guess displaced West Coaster. Like I should have been born on the West Coast. Yeah,
3: that makes sense. Um, yeah, whenever I when when I heard food engineering, I'm thinking of like uh like the people that are making like the the be the Impossible Burger. Like
0: we're gonna no, make, that's we're a gonna whole. Make, that's like more uh,
3: food scientists. Yeah, we're gonna make beef out of plants.
1: I like to think when I'm like rolling a burrito at home, it's food engineering, <laughs> right? <laughs> I consider myself an engineer in that respect. I mean that's. I, I, mean, I would say put, I mean,
0: you are like train hat on. Your
1: yep. Oh, I've got yep. epic rolling experience, man. I learned it in college. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: rolling burritos.
1: Exactly, Tom. Rolling burritos. Yes. Big a, dank burritos. Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when you, you you cut in that that uh that burrito casing and then you fill it with the it's the, just the packed good. in so yeah. tight. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so you are uh you're you kind of have a a bit of a project underway right now um you're uh you're you're going you know what covid's going on uh everything's crazy we're going to buy a ufc gym and expand <laughs> to, into there uh so what how <laughs> And that's a
0: great question. And I don't really, I don't have any answer for you at all. Except if, if uh, you know, it's one of those opportunities that came up and if we didn't do it, I, you know, we already have a somewhat of a small facility here um, by plan to start with. And uh, we need more space. If I didn't take this space now, it would have probably cost me four times as much moving the facility somewhere else. So, uh, it just kind of happened.
1: So now you don't have to tell people to keep going around the corner into the parking lot when they go in there. <laughs> no.
0: Well, not only that, but I don't know if if, if you're one of the many uh, thousands of people who have told me in the past, like, you really need a sign.
1: <laughs> well, uh, everybody who takes that wrong right turn and goes to the loading dock of the first building. Oh, I know.
0: <laughs> so we, we actually just redid the parking lot and we put this yellow line. Did, did you yep. Did you turn there the other day?
3: No, not the other day. The first time I went to your brewery, same, same. I I made that, I made that first, uh, the mattress place or whatever. Everyone,
0: everyone did it. Everyone does
3: it. Turning right into audio sensations. We actually
0: put a yellow line across it. And I've noticed that people aren't necessarily turning in there now. So maybe it worked simple yellow line.
3: Fool me once. Not, not, not gonna not going to fool me again. Are you guys keeping the, the octagon fool. in the, uh,
0: in the expansion? <laughs> no, everything is gone. We, we basically just gutted gutted the whole place. Um, yeah. Put um, a couple holes in the wall.
1: So and, are you guys expanding for more like production facility or is this going to be more, um, like restaurant, like hospitality
0: or both or both? I mean, it's, it's pretty much going to be both. Nice. I mean, my, my, my whole, you know, I'm all about manufacturing. So, ultimately I want to grow I want to grow the brand through distribution. Awesome. You know, right now we're kind of, you know, very grassroots, very local. So, you know, it's it's a cool building, it's a great location as much as people can't find it as soon, well they can't. People show up here for the first time all the time and you know, when I start to talk to them cuz I and when you're here, I'm I'm there's a good chance. I'm usually walking around tables, talking to people. You and were, people yeah. are all, what was
1: that? When I was there, you were, you were walking around. You oh, had cool. about like six inches less hair when I was there, but <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, COVID will do that. But yeah, you were walking around, like talking to everybody. Um, you have a, a very welcoming staff. Um, your one host there. He is, he's the nicest dude I've ever, I've ever encountered at a brewery, man. He's just such a nice, um, I forget. God, he's the older guy that works there, man. He's,
0: he's so cool. Yeah, yeah, name. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we really like, uh, focus on, you know, the experience and, and, you know, that's super important with our staff here to make sure that we have a nice staff. That's
1: yeah. He sold me on, like, I usually am not a coffee drinker after like my meal, like I haven't gotten to that point where I'm like my dad, where I need like a cup of coffee <laughs> after like my meal and, or just, some of
3: those psychopaths who just get a decaf,
1: yeah, or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, after I had my meal, you know, he was kind of, he was really selling on the coffee. I'm like, I'm going to have some, like I had I the, yeah, I had yeah. to pour over and everything. Oh, so good.
0: Yeah. Our coffees are amazing here.
3: Yeah. I'm uh I need to make a trip up there for that. Yeah.
1: Outdoor seating's really good too.
3: Yeah. Got a lot of yeah. music
1: in the round the back too.
3: Yeah. You guys do a lot of, uh, you guys uh, do a lot of live music. We do clearly
1: set up for the inside for live music with all that stage lighting. Is that warm for you? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, as a musician, I know it's, how warm those lights get. <laughs> oh, this is great. I love this.
0: We're actually about part of the new space. We're actually going to have a, an area that is going to be better set up for, uh, to back to be like a small venue here. Oh, that's very cool. And we'll, we'll actually have separation so we can actually, you know, put a doorman and whatnot and get some, some decent, uh, musicians to come.
1: Nice. Reach out to some, you acts.
0: know, cause yeah, cause like before when the music's where all the dining is, you really can't do much. You're kind of like, you know, people come in, you're already there. You can't be yeah. like, you can't take uh
1: it has to be something um, for everyone. Kind yeah. Of thing.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, so so we're hoping that we can create a little bit, you know, more of a music scene here in Exxon. Nice. Yeah,
1: sounds like he wants to bring heavy metal shows there. Yeah, he's like something for everyone. One
0: hundred percent.
3: I'm in. No. Yeah, we can we can. I'll slide you my card later. Yeah, yeah, we can get you in contact with some people.
0: <laughs> oh you man. Want, uh, I, I want music that people will want to try to destroy my shit.
3: <laughs> no, or no. they'll want to
1: drink more coffee. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I think, I think our, our, our friends in the, in the music, uh, music world are all at the point of it's, uh, it's very eclectic. Yeah. yeah. We're,
1: we're aging too. Like we're not, we're not moshing as much as we used to. It's, My back hurts.
3: Yeah, no, it's definitely more like, uh, you know what? I'll have one beer and then, you know, I'll, I'll have a coffee before I go home. A little treat. Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, it's not the, the day of who could drink, who could drink the most PBR. Yeah. No. No, no, no. <laughs> How are we going to all finish this handle of Jameson?
1: Yikes. <laughs> Tom, Tom, relax. You're getting a little too relaxed in that tracksuit. It's bringing back memories. Now you're like, oh, I'm going to drink all this Jameson. Yep. Yep. Don't go in the basement. Bust, nope. bust it out. Some New Mad Dog. <laughs> yes, yeah, Some Mad Dog 2020.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, Sweet. Been there, done that. Got the t shirt. Yep. <laughs> little Boone's Farm. Oh, um, man. Um, um, Alright, so let's uh, let's talk about this beer before uh, we finish it up because um, it's going down smooth. It goes down uh, real easy, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, actually never had, I've had a lot of the Stolen Sun beers actually over the last couple I guess the last couple of weeks because we had breweries in PA and then I went there with some friends and we did your outdoor dining and yeah, you know, that's when I had a couple of the other ones. I didn't have the Six Feet of Separation. I'm really
0: uh, it, I'm really enjoying it, just, this one. It, it just released a week ago.
1: OK, so have you guys been doing six via separation like before, though? Have you released it before? I
0: feel yeah, like I think this may be our third or fourth release. I feel
1: it. like I, I've seen it before um, because, I mean, the whole take on six via separation and the pandemic and everything. This is like a name that really stuck out marketing wise. Right. Great name for the great name for a beer. <clears throat>
0: We we were just fast and we happen to have a good beer on here. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: what do we do, guys? Six feet. All right, let's do it. <laughs> all right, we're done. For some more. <laughs> Well, and I don't know if you've ever noticed, like our can art. Mm-hmm. We have a, a local artist in Philadelphia, Corey Danks, who does all of our artwork.
3: Which is a perfect name to be doing. And, oh, and,
0: and it's just amazing. Like we have, a, you know, we have a great rapport that. I can kind of talk about what the beer is, and he just comes up with these labels,
1: like "Say No and, More,"
0: <laughs> and just nails them, and like and totally fits with what we what we do here, and totally you know fits with who we are.
3: I always I always have a certain appreciation for uh, breweries that have like a continuity with their with their can art and the marketing. Yeah, it's like you uh Stickman. They all you guys use the same artist for all of your cans, so all your cans look the same style
1: yeah it's branding yeah, and yeah. it's great too and you guys kind of have like that um i noticed it on the sticker i got from uh one of uh from one of your employees um a big like grateful dead influence with the uh yeah. with r2 i got the uh, the dancing hop sticker on my cooler
0: <laughs> then and, we also have like the uncle john's beer yeah it's got
1: this, really yeah cool. it's it's awesome i mean you guys have you guys have a style to it and like if I were to see it in a distance, I would know that was stolen sun. Like if I was just like, like you said, you want to distribute, you want to get out there into like grocery stores and stuff like that. If I was in a grocery store and like, I was just like, maybe like a, like an aisle away, I would be able to see like, Oh, they have stolen sun over there. I'd be able to walk over there and see it right away.
3: Yeah. I mean, you go in, you go into a grocery store and you can see like stick man, if you like stolen sign workhorse or, uh, um, I'm oh, trying to think. Of, I guess. Neutral's
1: got a big like kind of style to them too. Yeah.
3: They, they definitely have a certain st- aesthetic to them. Yeah. Um, you can always point out those, you know, those few.
1: Yeah. They've uh, got a, they've got a look to them and that's what I, that's what I gather when I see stolen sun. Every time I get like a four pack of it, like even if I'm just like sitting there looking at my fridge longingly while I'm working from home and I'm wondering what I'm going to drink as soon as I clock out. Is like, I'm looking at that stolen sun right there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's a, you know, what is a great touch to your beer is that orange can carrier.
1: Oh yeah. That's awesome. <laughs>
3: orange, wow. Yeah. Those, those like they stick
1: out because yeah. I have a, quite a collection of, uh, the old four pack can carriers yeah. right,
2: right at the
1: old house. And it's, you know, you can see the orange one sticking out in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rings on a tree. I'm like, so I was at stolen Sun One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, uh, about four weeks ago.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh,
1: you ready to in the next one?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm motoring through this one. All right. Um, as it went down, okay. Warmed, okay. <laughs> as it got a little bit more towards room temp. Um, I mean, as expected, it kind of mellowed out even more. Um, definitely, you know, mouthfeel stayed great. Still there. Great head retention. Uh, you can't really see too much of it, but kept that head yeah. all the way down. Um, nice residue on the glass. Yeah. A little lacing there. Yep. Um, It Kept the flavors all the way through. Um, Consistent, actually, like through maybe a little bit more pineapple came through. A little more citrus
1: came through. It got a little more yeasty for me as it got warmer. Mm. I feel like it was like that funky kind of like you were saying that fermented like fruit earthiness to it really started to like pick up as it got warmer.
3: Yeah. Speaking of yeast, uh, John hopped on the yeast. (laughs) John hopped on the. uh, the That was
0: a good segue. Was You guys write that down talk
3: Speaking about yeast now no we i wish we did uh yeah. this was a natural segue oh is this something
1: is this something you guys talked about that i didn't know no i oh, was okay. talking
3: about yeast <laughs> i was gonna say you hopped on the Quebec train uh we, yeah. we we did the uh the hotter than Quebec. oh yeah that was a um i am a huge
1: fan of that yeast train yeah and any beer i've had like every beer i've had with Quebec has been just tops for me
0: yeah. It's an interesting yeast. It has like almost those like English, uh, English ale yeast esters to it. I find like it definitely has a distinctive flavor, but like super clean. Yep. And the attenuation on it is, is super nice. Like we've, we've used like three or four different Quebec strains.
1: Oh, wow. And I didn't even know there was that many. No.
0: Oh, <laughs> there's it's, it's insane. Like if you go, you know, between all the different yeast farms out there, um, yeah. I mean, there's so many different strains of Quebec East.
3: I just, I, I don't know. um, I don't know if it's just because we've only been doing this podcast for almost a year. um, But I, I never took notice to anything of it. Like, it just seemed like Quebec got so, real hot. Yeah. So hot. Like right at the, like,
1: I guess, beginning of the summer, almost like end of yeah. spring, beginning of summer, everyone was doing a Quebec strain. Like
3: we had so many, Quebec we were pulling on in this. so many yeah.
1: starting in June.
3: Well, you know why? Why is that?
0: Why is that? Because you can make beer with Quebec yeast in half the time. Oh, because of uh. the high temp, I
1: guess it like isn't it because of how like how much you can blast it high temp and just brew real quick with
0: it. It it ferments in like a day. Wow. I mean, it's it's super like. If you'll literally if you have you ever homebrewed before?
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> we oh, ha- we we
2: have
1: we have. But yeah. have you heard of Mister Beer? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you like so, using so malt syrup? <laughs> the, the,
0: the Quebec uh, the Quebec sh- uh, strain will actually start to bubble like almost immediately after you put it in the tank. Hmm. It's oh. unbelievable, super fast.
1: Nice. I mean, everybody was using it. I think um, even Harry kind of commented yep. on how easy, and he, I mean, technically, I guess we can sit, you can consider him a home brewer
3: um, yeah. still. He's like in between like Pico and yeah. home brewing. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. Experimental. It's a, it's a guy we, uh, we talk about a lot, like ad nauseum on this, uh, podcast (laughs) (laughs) because his beer is amazing. But yeah, he talked about how he uses, you know, Quebec and just, he gets real scientific with it, especially about how fast he can make beers. Like he did the, uh, the, um, what was it? The three, he did that lager. The three, uh, was it the, uh, three-day lager, the Tuxudo?
3: Oh yes. Tuxudo. Yes. Yeah how was it three
0: day lager
1: or not three day what was it three oh god was it three <laughs> it was it was real quick it was like you're three day or three i think it was three week actually
3: yeah you know, okay can't really log or something in three days
1: yeah for some reason he used a yeast three strain that was just tough. that was like so crazy i think it was three week. it had to be three week the tuxudo mm. and basically because of the yeast strain um being so quick he was able to like log it like within three weeks and have a he called it a lager style. It wasn't truly a lager, but yeah. I mean, I mean
0: cause it's an, it's an
3: ale strain of yeast.
1: Yeah. Cause you would, you would drink it and you would swear like this is like the
3: best lager you ever tried. I think that's why he called it, <laughs> he called it tuxudo. It was like, it's pseudo. a pseudo lager. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it
0: was interesting. Like, I, can't, I can't believe it's not lager. Right? Exactly. That's how it, that's,
1: he kind of like presented it to us like that. Cause he's like, yeah, it's, it, it's just a lager style. And we're like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah. In three weeks, I was like wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. Yeah, uh, it was like that, and uh, and that Philly yeast, were like the, the big yeast of the, the summer, sour yeah.
1: yeast, yeah, the the south sour, sour, yeah, yeah.
0: We didn't use that.
1: <laughs> I always call it the. I always think of like, well, actually, I think it was like South. Was it? No, it was West Philly. It was the West Philly yeast because I always think like, why haven't all these breweries used a uh, Will Smith reference for it?
0: Yeah, Fresh Prince.
1: Yep. In Westfield. Okay, let's get to the next beer. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, before we get into the... Uh, we get really trite here and uh, <laughs> get into singing the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme. Um, all right, so we are going to do our, our next beer, uh, which is Six Feet of Separation. <laughs> yeah. But this is a triple dry hop variation, um, which I love... I love the uh, the can art. Uh, speak about continuity. We have the same can art, <laughs> just a little a little XL. I like it. It's
1: like your English teacher like crossed it out and said you made a mistake.
3: Yeah, we we really we really cheaped out on this label. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I, honestly, I think it's perfect. It's so, like quirky, yeah.
1: like oh yeah. <laughs>
3: um, so so what's, what's cool about this beer
0: is we take. Uh, 75% of the beer and move it over to our bright tanks. So that's the double dry hop version. Mm-hmm. And we hold back 25% and we throw another heaping hop of a uh, heaping handful of hops <laughs> into uh, into the beer to triple dry hop it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm. reading the description right now, and oh, is it have another description? No, there was just. It said just when you thought we couldn't take it further, oh, we did. Right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> why well, figure we stop there? We figured why stop there, so we triple dry hop the remainder. <laughs> why it's not? Just, yeah, hysterical. <laughs> yeah, and you kept the same ABV, um, which I guess the hopping doesn't really.
1: Yeah, doesn't. I would say it both of these beers have a. Pretty good, uh, average rating on, Untapped too, like hovering around four.
3: Yeah. And, uh, and honestly it, it's nothing against your beer because we haven't tried it yet, but, uh, your, your double dry hop variety sitting at 4.02 and your triple dry hop to sitting at 4.15. And I'm just guaranteeing Are that you- that's the, the mouth breathers going triple high dry hop must be better. <laughs>
1: And make beer more gooder. Yeah, more <laughs> more hot,
3: better. <laughs> more hot, more gooder. <laughs> more score. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I, I have a little bit of a disdain for the. Uh, we we try and keep it light on the podcast. Yeah, I have a bit of a disdain for the craft beer community, but it, 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 we it, save your dis-
1: we stay we save the disdain for our Instagram story.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. If you tuned in, yeah, we we don't do double dry
0: hop colsh. Uh, no. I wouldn't do as well.
1: <laughs> That's good. Keep Kulsh Kulsh. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it Kolch. Keep All it
3: right. Let's uh, oh, get it. <laughs> yeah, let's crack. Let's, let's crack this thing. That, uh, I think that, uh, that five hour energy is getting into your veins. Uh, no, I am.
1: <laughs> I am grinding my teeth right now. <laughs> Count off, Tom. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Oh, that was In amazing. unison. All right. instantly got a nice scent to it. As soon as it cracked, it was like right by my nose. So.
3: A considerable, a considerably danker beer For, on the nose, on the nose. Uh, it's definitely a, definitely a different aroma from the double dry hop.
1: Yeah. I'm, I mean, actually, this is a this is an aroma I like with my with my haze, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You
0: have expensive taste.
1: <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm bougie yeah. when it comes to these. But like
0: I need galaxy. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I said, gas, I said thank God
1: I'm, I'm bougie galaxy, like that. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. John, Slancha. Cheers, man. First.
3: All right. All right. So, <clears throat> a little bit of a different mouthfeel too on this one. Um, yeah, a little crisp, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say
1: it's got a little bit more of a, like a like a bite almost to it.
3: Yeah, uh, a little bit of a little bit more of a uh, carbonation to it. Uh, a little bit more of a, a bite to it. A dank, like I said, I- dank on the nose. Um, it's got that like Absolutely. it's got like yeah. that fruity dankness to it, though. Yeah,
1: like we were getting with the uh double dry hopped but just a little bit more bite i think that triple
0: I, like that I, I feel like the galaxy takes hold a little bit more in the triple
3: yeah oh yeah yeah the hops yeah. are definitely coming through a little bit more um which i was i was very interested to see the distinction between the double and the triple dry hop um there's like a little ewok
1: celebration on endor going on in my head right now as i drink this <laughs> <laughs>
3: dan is now barred from drinking five hour energy before coming on the podcast oh man come on that was a good description what are you talking about dan's gonna start rubbing his gum soon um cheeseburgers man (laughs) um yeah i i was i've always been weary of uh you know, the triple versus the double dry hopped and it, you know, doesn't, it, doesn't it actually make a difference. You know, uh, I think it does this. It's seeing them. This is the first time we're doing one back to back. Yeah. Um, and it, there's definitely a difference
1: on the show. Yeah. This is like the first time we've kind of done it together where we can like have one back to back. I know I've had like, I've had a couple double dry hopped where like weeks later I've had the triple mm-hmm. and like in the back of my head, I swear there's a difference, but I'm like, you know What? You know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just like, you know, the six beers I drank before it. That's just telling me that's different. (laughs) But no, this is this is exactly what I get when I get like a triple dry hop version of one of my favorite beers. And to be honest, the double dry hopped six feet of separation was great. I loved it. And this is this is just taking it up a notch for me. Like the galaxy is really cutting through and it's really appealing to my bougie, hazy side right there.
3: So (laughs) what 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 goes into uh? What goes into the decision to triple dry hop versus double dry hop besides the fact that you have I don't know uh just uh barrels of money burning through your pocket that you want to spend That's right. Spend- <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's, that's a great description of what of me. You, you just said Scrooge
3: McDuck yeah. <laughs> You said yes. I have I have I'm like empty pockets. Ah! <laughs> I have all of this. I have all of this extremely expensive hop burning in my pocket. What do I do? just add more. (laughs) He's got a pull of it that he dives into with his (laughs)
0: nephews. (laughs) Yeah. You you know, I, I will say it's, it's painful. Uh, but at the same point, I really, you know, my brewer, Chris, like me and her, like, like it's really about the final product at the end of the day. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like the, the hops can cost a million dollars. If it's what needs to go in the beer, it doesn't really matter. Like, like for us, at the time that we were doing this beer, like we were in the midst of COVID mania, and we were just like, "Fuck it, start throwing hops. <laughs> we're all gonna die. Let's go.
1: Buy the <laughs> ticket, take the ride." Right here, Hunter S. Thompson.
0: Yeah. And it's like it, the the, the beer is delicious. Like the hops are great. Uh, you know, it's Ken. exactly it's exactly what we needed at that time, and it was great.
1: I've had a few triple dry hopped, um, you know, double IPAs and just IPAs in general. This is probably oh I'm sorry. Do you want me to get closer? This This is probably the best. Like this this has topped it for me. Um right now I really enjoy this beer. Yeah.
3: This is what I what I really like um what I really like about this is that um I could get a four pack of each of these and be like I'm gonna have the same beer but how am I feeling am I feeling juicy or am I feeling dank? You know, do I, do I want, do I want that hoppiness? Do I want a little bit, little bit of a bitter bite to it? Yeah. Or do I just want something clean and sessionable? Yes. Do I, do I want to taste John taking a second mortgage out on his house for this beer? (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Do I want to taste refinancing in every sip? This is
2: great.
1: (laughs) <laughs> sorry tom i didn't know you were taking a sip during yes, that yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is all this is all just us becoming uh getting the knowledge of uh from several brewers telling us how expensive galaxy is. i know
1: i know i feel like every time i say i love galaxy i should have like six gold chains on my neck i'm just like i love galaxy <laughs> smiling with a, a only, diamond grill the best hops <laughs> the best most expensive hops only the best for me Sir, Dan- sir, dank delicious over
3: here. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this is a. Um, it's keeping like the. It, like, it, it's almost, I don't know. It, it's difficult to describe. It's like it, it has the six feet of separation base with just that little bit of hot bite. It's hailing back to what we
1: just drank, but giving just that little bit of like extra, like dank.
0: Yeah, it's to it. it's just a bit brighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm like it really it just has that like elevated kind of hop you know the high hop notes in the galaxy and
3: but what what's what's also great is that there's no difference between the two as far as like you're not getting a higher alcohol Nothing. content you're getting right. do you want that's crazy consistent too yeah. like it it just remained unchanged
1: in terms of like upping the uh like alcohol content and like even like the finish, like with the hop bite, still finishes relatively the same as the yeah. uh,
3: as the double dry hop too. yeah, it's not there's no bitter just sticking around on my palate.
0: No, there's no like hop uh, hop particles in the in the beer. Mm-hmm. And that's what's kind of really cool about just in, in in the way that we do it, you're able to actually get, you know, just change one factor. And that's really all we're doing. so like as a as a geeky beer person, it's awesome to be able to go like same beer, change one factor. What happens? And
1: still remain as consistent. Like the consistency of this is just so on the nose. Like, like you said, we haven't done this before on the Mm -hmm. podcast, like having the double versus the triple, which was, um, great idea, John. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And it was just cool to like, have that experience and talk about it on the podcast.
3: Yeah, no, um, going into this, um, being the, uh, the jaded craft beer curmudgeon that I am, I, I was, you know, thinking like, Oh, you're going to put them back to back. I'm going to be like, Oh, well, screw mech hop over here. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I it, hate galaxy. No, Well, I can't hate galaxy. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, I, I wanted, I really wanted to be like, Oh, I, you know, I don't <laughs> taste the difference. I, you know, blind taste test. It's all the same. Um, but no, if you put them back to back, I, I would, obviously pick it this one out as a
1: yeah if if they were in like unlabeled glasses and like i try them yeah triple dry hopped wood like just on the nose too just like as i held it up to my nose it had like it had that certain amount of dankness right on the nose where i went i'm gonna like as soon as i cracked the can I, i was like i'm gonna enjoy this
0: this is the best infomercial ever.
1: <laughs> this should be like a QVC where we just have it running right, right here. Like, and you guys can order it right now. I'm like, <laughs> look at right this. Now. This is just look at look at the <laughs> just the layers of foam <laughs> that just are ending on my glass right here.
3: This is just gonna play on a loop at Stolen Sun <laughs> as uh, nice. as people are fortune. It's just over money, getting like, a triple <laughs> triple dry hop, please.
1: It's just us getting a beer boner behind there <laughs> on that on that screen he's got above the bar. <laughs>
3: Um, <clears throat> All right, so
0: just for the record, that will not be happening if you come to Stone Sun. No, <laughs> no erections will be displayed <laughs> on the. Uh, on we the don't model. want to combat any kind of that is not going to be going on here. Full disclaimer. Full di-
1: full disclaimer. We're not well, going to do anything a- like Japanese porn where it's just like blurred <laughs> out right there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Stolen Stone Sun is, is for
1: families. families. Yeah, it's a fa- it's a it is a very nice family place. It's a family,
3: family. established. I brought my Thank daughter you. there. Yeah. Do you guys, are, are you dog friendly? Uh, we are uh, dog friendly to friendly dogs.
1: Okay. Yeah, they had um, it was great. There was um, a family that had a dog next to our table okay. who just walked around to all the other tables and just hung out. It was great because she didn't bother any of the other people. She just laid next to them. So <laughs> she would like go over and like lay next to another table and just like pass out. <laughs> it was just, like, did that dog just walk over to another family and pass out?
3: <laughs> you know, if I was a good podcast host, I would have went on breweries and dot com and went to their delightful PA beer map. And found that they are uh, dog friendly. Yeah. And that it would say they're dog friendly. They're friendly dogs. That's right. Thanks, Matt and Chad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you guys have a like a nice, unique setup around the back, uh, kind of in the trees, too, which is nice for your like live music. So, you know, people I mean, obviously the sun is. Going away earlier and earlier now, coming into the fall and winter. But um,
3: cold. Daylight yeah. savings time is a hoax. It should be <laughs> eradicated. Um, this is. I'm going to start. This is the, <laughs> Dan. You've awoken this in me. Uh, I'm fully against uh, daylight savings time. God, you're um, like the Alex Jones of daylight savings time over here. You know, oh. lizard people invented it. <laughs> daylight savings time is a hoax put on by the Democrats <laughs> and the uh, that liberal leap. And
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> going back to how great that seating is back there when the sun is really high and it's kind of warm, it's nice to Should sit be. back there Should and be like that all the time. <laughs> it's nice back there in the trees. Like, um, we tried to get back there for the music, but obviously you guys were bumping when I went there, we, we sat in the back and just kind of watched it from the, uh, the parking lot seating and everything and It's still just so That's nice. Awesome. Like you guys have just, you have like improvised and adapted to the whole pandemic thing with great outdoor seating.
0: Yeah. You know, what's really cool is we, we uh, when I, when we got uh, our new permits for the new space that we have, I actually permitted all the area around this building. So next summer we can continue to do it. Like right now, like where people are out in their parking lots, it's all temporary permits. Yeah. We've, we've made ours permanent oh, that's so, like awesome. next year. Next year we can chill out outside. We can be inside. We're gonna. We own. The, we own this whole like parking lot at this point.
1: Now with the acquisition of like the UFC yes. gym and everything, that's well, that's cool. There's, there's now, the mattress place too.
3: Now that now that John has made no Dana White his that. bitch. <laughs> yeah, we got, right. we got we got a new UFC manager. I mean, yeah, <laughs> John's like I'm the UFC now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the captain. Yeah, I think
0: <laughs> I think we posted like hippies win. You know, like. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I
1: feel like Masvidal would hang out at your brewery.
3: <laughs> mm, Masvidal is a Trump supporter. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. What an yeah. asshole.
0: But wait. I mean, all people <laughs> hang out at our brewery here. Yeah. I was going to say, we're they not, have a we're not quite, a diverse, uh,
1: yeah, quite a diverse crowd there. I don't think
3: Jorge Masvidal would.
1: Um <laughs> Jorge, what happened to you? Or Dana White. Dana White's kind of a dickhead. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, no UFC people are going <laughs> to hang out there, but Who cares? So, they, didn't
0: hang out, they didn't hang out here when they
1: were next door. So they're not coming. <laughs> they weren't coming around the corner for Appa- their carbs.
3: Apparently, <laughs> apparently because they sold not a whole lot of UFC people were hanging out that you place either. <laughs> hey oh, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we like to ask this of all of our, uh, all the brewers that we have on the, on the podcast. What is, uh, so what is your favorite style of beer? your favorite brewery that you've had recently and you, just your straight up favorite beer that you've had recently.
0: Oh, uh, well, my, my favorite style, you know, no doubt is uh, West coast IPA 100%. Attaboy. Uh, and that's our, uh, I was going to pull down. Said, is that uncle John's courses. or whatever? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just cause I can,
1: there you go. This Get is, the branding uh, out there. Yeah, there gonna you go. The wall, Uncle so. John's
0: beer. So, this is a beer that like it's the base of this beer I've been brewing for 20 years. Oh, wow. Uh, what changes is we jam out with the uh with the hops. So, it's usually a double dry hopped beer. Um and the base is always the same with Chinook Centennial Cascade, but then we play around with the dry hopping. Okay. And this this one is uh, number 15 and number 15 is Eldorado and Idaho 7. Oh, it's bringing awesome. it back to Idaho 7 now super delicious west coast ipa uh number 16 is in the tanks right now um every halloween we do the ghost of uncle john which is a batch from the past that comes back oh okay so, so you guys
1: bring back an old recipe oh that's cool that's very I cool yeah s- i saw the cans of the ghost of uncle john that you guys were doing awesome, around the right? So great. yeah i saw that i was like that that seems pretty cool but i had no idea you guys were hailing back to an old recipe that's that's cool little background up well, right there
0: we actually skip a batch during the year. Like this year we skip batch number 13. Uh-oh. It's not actually an old recipe. It's
1: we just never, the, you don't use the number 13.
0: The first year that we were open, we, we released like number six, I think it was. Okay. Or yeah, I think it was number six. And someone chimed in on Facebook was like, oh, darn I missed number five and my wife and I were like, oh, I think we we like <laughs> counted on it. <laughs> just a, so, like, we didn't oh, say a shit. word about it, we and then, like, Halloween, five. we just put number five out. You know, it was it was the ghost.
3: <laughs> I like that. I, I like that. That's
1: a, that's an awesome concept, and um, yeah. it's it's cool to hear like breweries on the East Coast say that West Coast IPAs are their you know favorite.
0: But it, I've been brewing this since the '90s. Yeah. Yeah, like you said there wasn't West Coast. There wasn't a West Coast. It was just like we were brewing highly hopped like IPA. He's got
1: a Grunge Era West Coast right there.
0: (laughs) That's that's what it was. Uh, but it's awesome beer. I mean, I I love I love the pine, I love citrus, I love those very like dank heady beers. Yeah,
1: that's what made me fall in love with IPAs. Right there. Yeah.
0: Um <clears throat> so and when, then we'll, we'll, uh, that was one part what, of the
3: question. What's no, it's your, good. What's uh your recent? What's your what's your go to brewery that isn't your own? Yeah. Uh, If you're gonna uh, if, if you're t- gonna go to a brewery to buy a beer, like where are you yeah, going?
1: If you're not gonna work and you just want to go to a brewery and enjoy beer, that's
3: a <laughs> terrible question. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you know, on those very
0: which, seldom times. Trying to think, like I haven't been anywhere since March, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me see
3: who, who's a like, who's a, I guess like, who's a close like brewery friend, like you would go and support.
0: I mean, I support lots of other breweries around here. So like, I, there's really not one that like, like who just gets live, you hyped. We love in a great community. We live in a great community of brewers here. Who does what? Yeah, like who
1: gets you hyped? Like, I know uh, we've talked to other brewers in the past and like, uh, like for example, like Stickman did that collaboration with you guys um, around Christmas last year. Actually, it was Hanukkah. Oh, it was Hanukkah. Oh, sorry. Yeah,
0: getting ready to brew better than socks again this yeah. year. So, are you
1: guys gonna do better than socks again? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Better than
3: socks. Yeah, I mean those we, guys we are
0: awesome. Uh, the the guys at Suburban are awesome. Uh, Kirshner Brothers, like you know, we it's such a great community. Uh, East Branch. I mean. Everyone around here, like, all, like it is such a great time to be a beer lover in this area. Oh. I mean, honestly, like if you really think about what our community is and how good a beer we have in this area, like it's really hard to get, you know, so pigeonholed into this like, oh, we like to go here because like even you guys, you guys go all around the place, right? And you can't yeah, really go yeah. like I go to this brewery and it's the best brewery hands down. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you do have a best brewery hands down, but I, I mean, I, I, I don't really I think, think of it like in that, I, in that sense.
3: I think because of our proximity and our relationship with the uh, with with the brewer owner, I, I think Stickman is like a special to. place in our heart. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah.
1: He's a what a two time guest on the
3: podcast. Two time guest. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Is, is that what I gotta kinda try to compete with? Come on.
3: <laughs> um no Ethan's yeah, off. Awesome. Yeah. Uh Ethan is a, he's a special breed.
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna say, like, one of the reasons I um bought my house in Roarsford was because of the proximity to Stickman. <laughs> to be honest, like my wife is like, I want Spring Which, I want Springford School District and I went, I went Stickman and we looked at each other and went, Oh, okay, let's do Roarsford.
3: <laughs> it's not a borderline alcoholic.
1: Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I, I don't suddenly turn left into it when I drive past it.
3: I'm a, I'm a craft beer enthusiast. It's artisan fancy. It's artisan alcoholism. <laughs> yes. um, and then what's the the best beer that you've had recently?
1: Yeah. What's a good beer that you've had? Like
3: <sighs> like one that you were like... It. What's that? I said, I think you're drinking it.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, it's It's like, you know, when you own a brewery and you're like around this all the time, I'm not really drinking much other than what we got.
1: Was there a wow factor when you did this triple dry out where you went like, damn, this is, this got is good.
3: It. Nailed it.
0: Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really think like we have a great process that we have and that and brewing is really about a process. And, and my brewer, Chris, she's amazing. Like I, I really think like we have a process that we have in place that when we when we set forth on different beers that we brew, I, I think we just, we make great beer. I mean, I really do like wholeheartedly believe like what we do, we have a great process. We have great minds behind what we're doing and like the beers come out. Great. I mean, not,
1: Hey, Bradley if I didn't, you want if I didn't support you this
0: much, I wouldn't be busting out the back <laughs> wall over here. You know? I, I know I, like you've I got really the branding all like over we have right a good then. thing going.
3: I we agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, can confirm, it, just you guys are doing fantastic beer. Um, Wouldn't have you on if we didn't think so.
0: No, totally. But yeah, it, it's it's tough
1: questions. You know, I mean, it really is because like we're we like to make you guys think when we get a brewer yeah. here. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah. honestly, most guys say like you know most brewers are drinking like Miller High Life or PBR. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know you you drink so much of your own. Beer, that's supply. They, they that, just want to come back and yeah. drink
1: something consistent and good.
0: Oh, uh, we drink. I mean, I, you know, you know, a lot of, another thing I see a lot of folks doing is like, they go to lagers. Like, Oh, we want light lagers. We want these crisp light lagers. I want West coast IPA like 100% all day. Don't care.
1: I'm hanging out with John. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm taking his phone number and I'm just going to hang out with this guy. Yeah. This, is, this is my boy right here. <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I love I love the loggers, but when you're saying like I'm a West Coast IPA, oh god,
0: yes. That's it. <laughs> I could drink it all day. I don't need, yep. you know. I like the piney, lighter.
1: clean just just I like the taste and the uh yeah, West Coast IPAs for life. That's
0: yeah. No, I agree.
3: Um so what would you if anything, would you consider your guilty pleasure beer? Like what would you what would you drink when like you gotta like look around, and make sure nobody's looking?
2: Uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's a beer where you're like, I, I don't shit. Know. like shit, am I gonna
0: I don't think there's any I don't think I have one really. That's nice. I mean, no I shame. No, <laughs> I mean I there's no beer that I'm like, oh I don't want anyone to know I drink this beer. Hey, that's good though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean the other thing to be is honest, like, like the, the more brewers, the, we I have a lot of beer around me. Yeah. Like what am I going to really drink? That's the more brewers
3: we talk to, dish. they get to that
1: guilty pleasure and they're just like, they, they really just, they, they blank on it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you It's just mostly did. like
3: the same answer. It's like, I don't know, maybe a PBR, but like PBR is good. Exactly. So they're like, yeah, PBR
1: might be a guilty pleasure, but consistently good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's brewed well.
1: It's a reason why there's a blue ribbon on it.
0: Yep. <laughs> I
3: don't really drink PBR, so uh Well you well, all right. So now the, you're turning your they, nose up at PBR.
2: I am. The, you know, they've Sir Sir,
3: <laughs> they've won a blue ribbon for their beer. Yeah.
2: Tom,
1: calm down you're the guy in the tracksuit complaining at the telly department at the grocery store right now (laughs) sir my baloney's not thin
3: enough sir um all right and this is i think this is going to be a new question that we ask uh brewers because uh it's becoming a theme um do you have any relation with uh, a brewery called bond place and uh their brewer named sam worthington
0: I don't think
3: so. Okay. It's the first. For this us. is a first for us. Honestly, the last, what,
1: three or four brewers we've had on.
3: Hey, yeah. They hey, go like everybody- favorite
1: brewery, they go Bond Place. And we're just like, what? <laughs> 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 like, don't get us wrong. Like, the beers look great. And we haven't been up there yet. We've only had one of their beers and it was a collab. But every, like, the last, like, what, three or four brewers we yeah. had on. Where are they at?
3: They're
1: Bethlehem. in Bethlehem.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I'm also not, I'm also not a young dude. I got two kids, wife, family, the whole thing. I, we don't get out that often. You're asking me like other places I go to and it's like, <laughs> I pretty much go to work. And you've I got work the whole family working there week. too.
1: You've got the whole family working there too. I've seen the Instagram. Yeah.
0: Have you seen like my son who, who performs out on the, uh, he's a singer songwriter.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen that. And he was working the, uh, curbside, uh, the curbside pickup for a while too. Yeah. Oh, he was on the canning line actually early COVID you had the videos of him on the canning line and everything.
0: That was Zane. Yeah. 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 I mean, Zane was like, that's, we're a family business. We don't have, we have like no partners. It's like my wife, me, we have SVA loans. That's it. There's no like when we make decisions on doing things like when I tell people that they come to work here, it's like when we make a decision to do it, we just do it. We don't have other people kind of to go ask if we should do something, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. And I gathered that from like your social media, like your social media is like family owned and operated like you guys are always on. Like um, the beer runs you were doing when everybody was doing (laughs) curbside, you were doing deliveries to like like local municipalities and stuff like dropping beer off for people. I was like, you yeah, have what? It's like a forerunner just stuffed to the gills with like uh cans of beer. <laughs> and I'm like, look at this guy go. <laughs> the uh
3: that I I saw the I, the, I saw the uh the stolen Sun logo plastered forerunner. Yeah, thing exactly. Outside. I was gonna say
1: <laughs> just like just seeing the like the springs lowered because it's got all the <laughs> oh. beer in the back. <laughs>
0: That's just like family embarrassment. <laughs> when I drop my kids <laughs> off at school, yeah. and that thing, it's just like, okay, we'll see you later, Dad. You've got
1: six of the teachers going. You draw me a four back, don't
2: come on. Right.
0: <laughs> the conversation usually comes up in uh, in in the meetings, in the, the PTA meetings. meetings. <laughs> yeah,
1: it has got to be a great Zoom call. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm putting in a uh, curbside uh, pickup order. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Uh can you just send that to- <laughs> send us to school? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this beer report. I'm again, I'm uh, I'm cruising up on this one. Um e- again, easy drinker. Um definitely. I would definitely I would highly recommend getting both variations.
1: I I would definitely recommend doing two like we just did right here, because yeah. I mean Double dry hopped, amazing. Triple dry hopped, a whole new experience and in a very good way.
3: Yeah, it's definitely one that would go with your mood. Like, you know, how I feel like um, the double dry hopped is something like I would drink like mowing the lawn or pre-gaming. Yeah, pre-gaming or or grilling, like being outside yep. uh, where the triple dry hopped is like something I'm uh, I'm sitting down after dinner. I'm drinking I, I want something a little bit more bitter, a little bit more of a kick to it. I'm going to throw on Dr. Dre's The Chronic 2000. There you go. Um bow, yes. Bow,
2: bow, bow, bow. <laughs>
3: um I it, just other than that, I, I it's super consistent like uh, flavor-wise other than the 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 dankness. I guess that the the triple dry hop yields the beer is now eight. hour 8. Hour 8. Yeah, now okay. 8 minutes. All uh, right.
1: Um where are we at? DraftKings. DraftKings. All right, DraftKings. <laughs> if you had an hour eight when Tom would burp during the podcast, over are,
3: over under an hour. Over under an hour. Um you won. But the, the the flavors are all there. It's it's very tropical. Um, it's not overly bitter, it's not a, a lingering uh bitterness that it's gonna sit on your palate. Um, it dissipates pretty quickly. I also like that it's not overly sweet, too, because yeah. Um,
1: it's still it's still an IPA. Like okay. I hate when IPAs are too overly sweet, where you're like you're losing out on, like what makes it an IPA, the hops. Like when the hops, like it's not just cutting through. Like you, there's like a certain earthy kind of dankness to this that just cuts through nicely on both too.
3: Right. No, I, I completely agree.
0: Um, well, we also we don't we don't use any lactose in the brewing either, so that God bless you. We don't have that piece
3: thank, of that. Thank so. you. Thank you.
1: Um, Always, always warms our hearts. I I,
0: I will say that I'm like 100% uh, team triple dry hop, like love the triple. And I mean, I love the double too, but I'm 100% love the triple. I feel
1: like because it's got that West Coast like bitterness to it a little bit.
0: A a little bit. I would say 60 to 65% of of people like prefer the double. Oh, really? Wow, really? Totally non-scientific, but I feel like... The double is, is the one that like, when I talk to folks, you know, out in our, at our place so here,
3: that's, that's definitely a beer that like, if, if somebody, more was, if somebody was to say like, Oh, I'm not real, I, I don't like IPAs. I, I don't like, they're too bitter. Like, all right, we'll try a double dry hop, six feet of separations. Right. It's a, it's Sino a solid, juice. solid like new England. Sauce. Just delicious. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I would say your uh, your Jay-Z's Hazy is like that, too. Like if unbelievable, if you're looking for somebody who's like not they're like, I'm not a I'm not a craft beer drinker. Jay-Z's Hazy goes down real good.
0: (laughs) And Galaxy also.
3: I know. So it's the bougiest of breweries. Look
1: at that. I was like, (laughs) I know it's Galaxy.
3: (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: I recommended but it you, to two people. We it's brought
0: the galaxy. It's not a, it's not, yeah. it's not like six feet of separation amount of galaxy. It's yeah. It's a, it's, we're on a budget with Jay-Z's hazy.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> balling on <all> a budget, man. <laughs> budget. Um. All
3: right. Well, <clears throat> all right. So we've done double dry hop versus triple dry hopped. I'm kind of, I, I guess we've kind of explained that like the difference between the two.
1: Yeah uh the significant difference was just really hop forward
3: yeah um so we're going to get it it in- is
0: it is the same combination and the same uh proportion of dry hop charge as the second one is
1: just so at like it's different really stages
0: changing excuse
1: me just like two different stages i guess then like
0: exactly timing yeah, yeah. two different timings of it
2: okay
1: which is awesome like so like d- you said like you introduced it I guess into
0: the bright tank I guess at no, like, a different time? No. We, we move we move 75% to the bright tank. Yeah. And what's left in the fermenter we then dry hop again.
1: Okay, and then you bring it back and then
0: No, we then we bring that one to the bright tank. Okay,
1: yeah, and then you bring Okay. Yeah, and then combined it.
0: So we we it's basically making two different beers with the same wort. Well, now with the same beer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah.
3: It's 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 good. It's science, man. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> it's good. One Just is drink one is dry hopped one more time. Just drink yeah. it guys. It's one great. One
1: more time. One more time. Got my feelings. Okay.
0: When, we, when we get into quarantine again, we're going to have the quadruple dry hop. Which
3: Maybe coming sooner than later. We're not making that promise. No, that's actually not happening. Completely
0: facetious. Not going to happen. Total (laughs) fake news. Fake Fake news. Fake
3: news. Some people say it's from China. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Regeneron. (laughs) Um, I lost the election. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right, you're up. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna. Did you see our election beer? By the way. I did, and I was very surprised that you didn't suggest those beers. I was, I was full on like ready for you to be like, "Oh, let's do the election beers." Um, I
0: thought it was a little late past the election. I don't know.
3: I, I liked, I liked the choice of the uh, the the dry hop variation. Yeah, this was my wallet didn't, but uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> but as a podcast host, I did like it.
1: I slid deeply into your. Venmo. <laughs> I'm just gonna put this in your Venmo for you.
3: Um, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna veer uh hard left.
1: Oh yeah, this is a uh, this is a hard turn right now for the uh, podcast. Usually I mean we usually try to keep it um like different between the beers we usually drink.
3: Yeah. We like to we like a little we like we like our podcast beers like we like our breweries, brewery menus. A little variation. Yeah. Yeah. We like to we like to change it up, throw a little curveball in there. Boom, flip it. Yeah. Uh, sit down, flip it and reverse it. Uh, it's hard. Um, nice. That was good. That was good. That was good. Right. Yeah. That was a good one. Got my missing knowledge. Um, so we're going to do jumpy John's Java stout. Oh, John's
1: back in the uh, picture on this one again
3: yes uh
0: luckily when you own a brewery you get to put your name in whatever beer you want to put it into
1: you're in like two-thirds of the
0: beers too (laughs) like if i if if i put my name on it you know it's gonna be a damn
3: good beer number one (laughs) all right we're not
0: gonna we're not gonna skimp on ingredients and beers with my name on
3: (laughs) so we're gonna do uh we're gonna we're doing jumpy john's java stout so we're going Hard left from the hazy IPAs to, uh, to a, a coffee-based style.
1: Yeah, to another one that warms my heart. <laughs> and another great description. What happens when you have a coffee roastery in a brewery? You make delicious coffee beers, of course. This brew is loaded with dark roasted malts, score, and balanced out with crystal malts. We then added plenty of oats and add a layer of creaminess. Well, obviously with the oats, definitely. Following the fermentation process, we add a generous amount of hand-selected Craft roasted micro lot coffee to make this an incredibly unique beer coffee experience. This is an old school recipe with a modern twist in which dark beer and coffee lovers will savor. In this version, we welcome our friend My Morning Song, which is a micro lot blend of Colombian and Kenyan coffees. Is this another uh, Grateful Dead uh, reference right there?
0: <laughs> uh, no, actually, that's a. Uh, is that My Morning Jacket? Uh, bl- black crow
1: song oh, oh yeah i was gonna say okay. I, I knew i was like God, something from the 90s i was trying to like i was like it, i was gonna i was i reached out for a grateful we, day but. You
0: know, it's, so you're like on untapped right now aren't you
3: this is pulled directly from untapped yes yeah google documents thank you thank you thank you for calling us out on that Well, no, the, only, the, only,
0: the only reason why i say that is because this is a gotcha uh, moment this is a gotcha moment gotcha <laughs> boom <laughs>
1: Yeah. You guys have a, um, a different.
0: Uh, well, so what's different is, is this beer is kind of like Uncle John's beer. The coffees, because our coffees change so regularly, the coffees are different in the beers.
3: You know, I so is is it not with the my morning song? Because it's I, not with my I'm sorry. OK, so I pulled this from the <laughs> latest Jumpy John's Java stout. description. So is it?
0: I don't really go into untap that much and change. Uh, sorry.
1: Yeah. Right, it so, doesn't say what coffee it, it's made from. So what coffee so, did you use from? Funny you should ask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, right before we got into. Uh, He's got the bag ready and
1: everything. Jesus That's Christ. Awesome. Look at this. Bring up the branding again. He's got the cover right here. Bam. There it is.
0: <laughs> and cut. And QVC. Yeah. So uh, we, we actually, this is the first we're bringing back Jumpy John's uh, since before COVID. Uh, okay. And my morning song was, I don't know what it was. I don't remember anything actually before COVID happened.
3: <laughs> there was no before time. So I don't. I know saw him before I, COVID. He doesn't remember what a barber looks like. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I had long hair before COVID. I just, but I, I really, yeah, I don't remember much before COVID. Anyways, right before COVID happened, I was in Guatemala and uh, I was in Antigua and bought this amazing coffee. Uh, and I, I came back like two days before the world was shut down. And this oh, is wow. the coffee we brought back. And this is the coffee we put in this batch of Jumpy Jones. So it's a Guatemalan coffee from Wayway Tenango uh, from uh, a farm called Finca Beatriz. Uh, amazing sweetness, acidity, absolutely delicious example of Guatemalan coffee.
1: Oh, I'm super excited now. It, yeah. It's just appealing to the coffee drinker in me right now as you keep talking about it. I'm like, keep going. Yeah, Just keep
0: describing it. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean... When I go out to origin and buy coffee, like we literally pick, I pick, you know, out of like a hundred cups of coffee, like one or two bags of coffee to buy. Oh, that's awesome. I think and this that's is, what we bring back. And that's why our coffees are as good as they are at Stone Sun. That's
1: great. Uh, to be honest, like what, this is our second Chester County coffee related beer that we're going to be drinking right now.
3: Locust Lane. Oh yeah, Lucas Lane did do a uh, the coffee porter. Coffee porter, yep. Yeah, from uh, what? Where was it in Westchester?
1: Well, I know it as Fenarios, but apparently it has a different name now. Um, so as like as a I guess a previous Westchester resident, it used to be Fenarios.
3: Yeah, they did a uh, Lucas Lane did a uh, a porter with cold brew. Uh, cold brew, yeah, yeah.
1: Fenarios cold brew. I don't know. Are you familiar with Fenarios in uh, Westchester? Are they a roastery? Uh, they're a coffee shop, actually. They're they're not a roastery. Um, pretty like, uh, I guess, pretty popular with like the college like scene out there. Like Fenarios, they, I guess they're called like Fens or something now. They're like Fens Cafe. Uh, they used to be Fenarios when I was there. I'm just showing my age. <laughs> but uh, where
0: are they located? Are they on Gay Street?
1: Yeah, so they're right behind. Okay. If you know where Fairman's is, the skate shop, yep. they're like right behind it. Yep, got it. So that's how I know. Them.
3: Let's crack this thing so we can get into it.
1: Yeah, I'm excited because anything coffee and beer related is always good conversation
3: yeah, for this podcast. For sure. So let's do it. All right. One. Am I doing this? If you want to. Yeah, if come you on. you want to join come in. Come on, join in. No, yeah. We're going to try this. All right. One, two, three. Oh, that was good. That was good, guys. I'm proud
1: of us. Ooh. That's with the delay and all.
3: Yeah, I've got a little stout stigmata going on here.
1: I got a little bit on the uh, microphone there. I had to had to smell it, but let's see here.
0: So, so we we have a we have a little bit of different process we do with our coffee beers. Um, we actually add coffee into the hot phase. Oh, okay. And then we also add coffee into the cold phase. Oh, so it's like a double. Coffee beer. I don't know what the term is for that in the, the beer world, but.
1: So you're kind of bringing your, like, the roastery kind of background into the beer making. Yes. A little bit more unique than the typical coffee stout that people kind of.
3: It's double dry
1: beaned.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the difference is too, is like when I'm roasting my own coffee, like it's unlimited, if that makes sense. Yeah.
3: You just, just no end in sight.
0: There's no end in sight. It's not like I'm like buying a bag of coffee from someone. I'm actually, I put in what I need to put in.
1: Tom, I'm going to cheers you real quick because I I just took a sip of this and I can't wait to enjoy this. So, slancha,
3: John, slancha, John. This
1: is going to be very good conversation on just the little sip I've already had.
3: (laughs) Crazy amount of coffee right on the nose. I
1: got that when when I cracked it. And then I took a little sip to kind of clear my palate a little bit. And this is this is everything I enjoy about a coffee style right now.
3: Yeah. So if you've been following along with the podcast, um, (laughs) you've been you've noticed that uh, Dan has slowly been turning over to to the roasty side. Well, to be fair to be fair to be fair um i've always kind of
1: skipped the multi fall and kind of went in the yes. stout season i've always been an ipa guy as soon as the leaves change i completely skip fall beers and i go right to winter beers that's Dan, How I usually roll. Dan,
3: Dan, lately, swept, I, Dan swept Marzen and uh, and Fest beer season under under the rug. Yeah,
1: I usually oh, just got.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I usually forget they even happen. But that's an, of, that's an, of, an apt response. Yeah. As of lately, I've been getting into the multi, but um, I've always been a nice stout fan. Like in the colder colder like months.
3: Dan Dan texted me uh, a week or so ago and and said that he's, he's sad that Mars season is, is coming to an end and just like a, a, a very like happy, proud tear rolled down my it's eye. Like, it was like, I was a, a native American looking at garbage. Oh, on the well, you know,
1: <laughs> I, I, I was, a, I was a little upset, but then I realized like Sly Fox is going to continue a Dunkel lager through the, through the winter. It made me a little happy.
3: You need that. Like I need a little maltiness. You need a, a nice malty caramel. But to be honest, in like, your life.
0: But how many how many cases of Dunkel Lager are you going to drink this winter?
3: <laughs> not as many as stouts. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> not as many as stouts. I I enjoy my stouts more. Um, coffee. I like two. I guess schools of thought. I guess when they come in, when it comes to stouts, coffee stouts, and I like uh, the bourbon barrel aged stouts. You know, low
0: carbon. You know what? It's a great segue because, you know, what we're releasing this week. Oh, what are you releasing this week? Is that a barrel age? Th- Beer ducking. Oh, what is so that? Th- this is our Thanksgiving release. Um, it's uh, a Russian Imperial stout. Um, Go on. That we infuse with uh, barrel age coffee. Oh, God damn it. So it's the whole spending beer, more money it's, here, Tom? it's the whole like it's the turn of beers. Yeah. We put the coffee in the <laughs> barrel and the then the coffee into the the beer. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Well, Does he have it? his whole bar set up for
1: marketing right now? He's like, yeah. he has had, m- he, has he, had he has had better segues in our podcast than our podcast has had better segues. And he was, oh, he yeah.
3: was giving us, uh, he was giving us crap for our yeast segway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You just fed right into it. What am I supposed <laughs> to do? I wasn't going to give that up. Uh, no,
3: that, that's now that great. you mention it, I have this beer that's I'd right like under the camera. Is this.
0: Well, we have that. It's coming
1: next week. <laughs> oh man, yes. I'm really excited. <laughs> right. I've been getting a couple good barrel aged stouts for this winter, so. so
0: um, the cool thing about this is it's actually the coffee that gets barrel aged. That's cool. And, yeah, and that's, that's awesome. what goes. So this this coffee uh, is actually. Another farm in uh, in Colombia that I I've been to a couple of times and we we've had their coffee now for the last couple of years and uh, we put Gustavo's coffee into the barrel this year and that's what's in this beer. So you're you're cool. not
3: you're not actually doing the beans. It's actually you're brewing the coffee and then putting that in a barrel. No, we're
0: putting the beans, but the so what is the bean. The what the beans if, go into a we have a, a barrel from Brandywine Branch Distillers that was oh, a, okay, yeah. a a red wine barrel and then it was a gin barrel and then I put the green coffee into it? Oh, cool. Oh. For like nine months, and then I pull the green coffee out of them and then I roast the coffee. And so, then I take that roasted coffee and I grind it up and I put it into the beer.
3: So what is that? What is the how does all of that all of that green coffee get infused with the the wine and the, the flavors gin, from the, yeah, the, the aromas it's from in the, the
0: barrel, the same way the beer would get infused with it. If I put the beer in the barrel, Oh, that's except awesome. it just adds a whole other layer. Of so
3: complexity. it's the coffee
1: getting infused and then the, yes.
3: Uh, See, for me, it's it, such a cool way to do it. Yeah. It's just kind of like blowing my mind. Like I know it's the, <laughs> like the liquid form getting infused with, with the barrel. I'm a big fan of brandy wine too. Makes, so this is, it awesome. makes a lot more sense than like the actual, like the physical form of the coffee.
1: I've had a couple of their beer-infused like bourbons at Brandywine. So like just having like a gin infused and wine-infused coffee added to a yeah. stout just it blows my mind. Like, because it's never, it's never that direction. It's usually like the barrel infused with the beer, add a little coffee to it. It's never the coffee being infused added to the beer.
3: Right. I think. I think. <laughs> this whole process has really gotten turduckened
1: yeah to be honest i'm sitting here like rain man trying to do the math in my head and (laughs) it's it's not gonna happen definitely definitely stolen something definitely definitely Uh,
3: but you're you're (laughs) definitely like you're definitely speaking my language because if i'm gonna choose a style of beer to have it's the imperial russian yeah
1: tom's russian imperial stout love hat knows no
0: bounds and Corey even drew the little imperial Russian. Uh, mm. Oh, he's
1: got
3: the little
0: dolls on yeah, it. Yeah, the okay. Russian dolls. Oh,
3: yeah, it's awesome.
0: Love great it. Great label.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, for, and, and for wh- I've talked one about has
0: it. Coffee. One has beer. One has bourbon. It's great. Oh,
1: you have a bourbon one coming out too. What's it? Well, the l- same beer. Yeah, I mean, oh, one bourbon? has alcohol. Um, yeah. Okay, I was like, I didn't hear bourbon like. <laughs>
0: Explain last that. year. We did last year. We, we had a bourbon barrel that we put the coffee in right. this year. It's a different barrel. Yeah. If you got any of those like last ones lying around that have been aged, or... <laughs> uh, this is one of them cause we haven't actually bottled this year. So we're going to do that this week.
3: Wow. Really pulling the curtain back yeah. on that one. I'll send you my Venmo later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, no, I mean, I, I've talked about it a bunch. You're not going to have internet next week. Not You're after, not after buying that bottle. Right, I yeah, after that. the beer <laughs> Um
0: Either podcast or beer ducking, you pick it.
3: Well, we're obviously going to pick beer ducking. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, beer ducking is going to be a lot of fun. But I don't want that fucking bourbon barrel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 definitely a uh, a big Russian imperial guy. You're uh, the Russian imperial. Yeah. I'm
1: the bourbon barrel guy. So <laughs> I
3: um I I uh my quintessential beer is Old Rasputin. Like that's like the That is like the beer for me. Um, Recently, uh, we've talked about them a ton on this show. uh, Locust Lane, their Black Is Beautiful variation was like that was a. They had the best variation that we had on the show. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a callback to that like imperial, that Russian style. And
1: they did a good coffee kind of malty taste to it.
3: And they're right down. They're right down the road from Stolen Sun, so you can go get a beer ducking. You can go get a beer, ducking from. To be honest, there's like Stone a trifecta
1: Sun. of really good breweries just right there in that area of Chester County. Like, I mean,
3: if you're really gonna, if you're really gonna talk about the area, I mean, you could do six or seven breweries in a day. And, I know, and get really amazing. I beer. talked to my
1: wife about doing it because we did, we did the old Levante Stolen Sun like tour and everything, and we we came home and we we could have went to like, and she was like. We're a family now. We have a kid. We can't be going to more than two breweries. Cause like after we left Stolen Son, I was like, where do you want to go? And like, we look back at the kids passed out. We're like nowhere else. Okay, let's go.
3: (laughs) Unless you're like me and just like counting down the days until that kid turns 16 and gets their own license and then they can drive us around. Oh God, I can't wait. (laughs) You mean the best. (laughs) I can't wait either. Yeah. There's so many like that. I mean, you have Levante you have Stolen Sun. Suburban. Suburban's there. Locust Lane. Yep. Um, Stickman. Stickman's right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Chester us. Springs. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Chester Springs one. I always yeah. I always forget about yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah Stickman's the closest brewery to us here.
0: Yeah, literally. And then, like and then right. East Branch. East Branch is probably closer than Locust Lane, but they're kind of around the same. We haven't.
1: We, we actually yeah, haven't, we haven't uh, talked about East Branch too much. No. What ah we we didn't really get on the radar with East Branch, so that's like is that Downingtown or is that like yeah
0: and- it's uh you know where like Estrella Taco Bar is
3: Estrella Taco Bar no
0: give me give me some roads <laughs> uh Route Thirty and uh.
1: Downing down. And down. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> uh, super yeah. local. Little riders skate shop. Okay,
0: I got it. <laughs> yes, it's like right down the road from there. Okay. I mean it's like it's it's like the next block.
1: Speak skater to me. Yes, Little Riders. <laughs> yeah, um oh wait, they're like they're the firehouse.
0: Yes, the firehouse.
1: Yeah, That's the it. uh Molly Maguire's, used to be Molly Maguire's, wasn't it? For like a very short, yeah, short for like yeah, a yeah. real short time, yeah, those guys can't hold a fucking venue to save their lives. Those right. those guys are too drunk to fucking handle any sort of business. <laughs>
0: but I mean, yeah, Stroll and East Branch are awesome. I mean,
1: that's awesome. So like, oh, yeah. that is East Branch. We actually have a connection. We'll, we'll talk about this. Okay, later. we'll talk about it later.
3: <clears throat> Let's talk about this delicious, delicious beer.
1: Yeah, this has been. Um, so I mentioned this before <laughs> when we talked about um, Stolen Sun about having that coffee at the end of a dinner. This is that beer right here. This is a nice ender for our uh, podcast right here. Just like ending on this beer. Nice palate cleanser.
0: God, the coffee is so good on this. Like it's intense, right? The mouthfeel on this beer is incredible.
1: To be honest, like it, it doesn't, it drinks for me like a really solid, like coffee.
3: Yeah. No, it's got, it's out. I'm a, um, I'm i I'll get a little, I guess a little halfway bougie. I'm a, I'm an espresso drinker, ne- Nespresso. All like, right. Like George, George Clooney, Clooney and Danny you DeVito. Fucker. I know
1: uh, you're going to say that. Uh cringe worthy.
3: But they, uh, I mean, this is kind of like in an espresso sense where they, they, it, it foams the beer. It makes, you're supposed to have a creamier experience. A frothiness yeah. to it. But yeah. this is what, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's very reminiscent of that. It's, it, it's got a. A very nice mouthfeel. There's low carbonation. um, Great roast on it.
1: Yeah, the roast on it is
3: what I'm enjoying. It goes down smooth. Um, It's a not a high ABV stout, um, which a lot of people. What's the ABV on it? Six, 6.2. Okay. And I, it, it could be wrong because apparently I got the wrong jumpy John's. No, 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 no,
0: that's right. No, the, the ABV should be the same. It doesn't, we don't put ABV on our can.
3: Okay. So it's, it's, it's super low ABV, um, which a lot of people steer away from a stouts because typically when you're getting like a, a, a heavy stout, you're getting 10, 11, 12. ABV, right.
1: something to warm you up during the winter kind of. Right,
3: it, you get people it's like growing. sleepy
0: time stouts. <laughs>
3: yes, I like that
1: there sleepy time
3: stouts. Sleepy time. It's got a little echinacea in it.
1: Dad stouts. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, like right after Thanksgiving dinner, you wanted to sit on the you want to sit on the couch and pass yeah. out while the Detroit Lions get torched.
3: <laughs> yeah, I like my stouts with a good tryptophan in it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. Um, no, it, I I like this. I. I I like that. I love a good coffee style because I, I feel like the roast and the bitterness of a coffee lends to the roast of a malt. It, it just it, it just works well together. Agreed, one hundred percent.
1: Follow up to that with this: um, there was a certain amount of oats added to it for like a creaminess, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely getting that, which is nice because I like like a nice black coffee with just like a splash. And lately I've been doing the oat milk because I'm bougie like that. So I have a little splash of oat milk in my, in my eyes, coffee, but it's got, it's got that creaminess that I like with that. So like it's finishing, it's got a really good mouthfeel with that.
0: You know what I dig about this version is uh, the chocolate malt. I feel like the chocolate malt is, is
3: super yeah, bright in it. It definitely gives that like that mocha Mocha yes. coffee flavor, yeah, like a dark chocolate, finish. which is, which is great because what I I feel like what people don't get about like mocha is it doesn't mean like Hershey's chocolate, yeah, right, doesn't Means mean like that at bitter all. chocolate. It's it's the kind of chocolate that I enjoy, which is like ninety percent cacao, cacao, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I like I like my I'll chocolate with you. as little sugar as possible. You like
1: ninety percent what? Cacao. Cacao.
3: <laughs> I like, I like my sugar. Like I like my soul, just bitter, bitter and dark. Yeah. Bitter and dark. Um, like your Adidas track jacket. Yes. Uh, the darkness of my, uh, my track jacket. Um, no, I, I this was, I, I, this was, what I, I fully expected to do a, a coffee stout with you because you're one of the fruit few breweries that we've talked to that, you're a coffee roaster. So you're a master roaster. So what goes into being of that?
0: You know, I think it's really just about learning, learning the trade, learning, you know, what coffee is. And I mean, like I, we could talk for hours about what coffee <laughs> is, but like, do you know, coffee grows on a tree? Yeah. Yep. Perfect. And, hey, which is good. You're a step above, and coffee comes in a cherry. Mm-hmm. So when you go to origin, it looks like cherry trees, right? Peaches come
2: in a can. It's,
0: well, what's amazing about coffee is like you know what I love about coffee is is actually uh, the fruit and it's really all about how you get the seed out of the fruit which really makes coffee as delicious as coffee is and there's a lot of different fermentation processes that happen in uh at origin where they soften up the the fruit so like imagine I mean, think about like a Bing cherry that's sitting on your counter for like a week. Uh, I love Bing cherry. It gets super soft Yep. and the seed almost comes right out. That's what they do at origin and they do it on the earth and they do it in the sun. Um, and there's a lot of different ways that they, you know, there's a lot of different processes that they do it in, but really like getting that fruit sweetness, sugary flavor out of the fruit into the seed is kind of what becomes super important in growing coffee.
1: That old fall off the bone coffee
3: bean. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes out well, of the, out of the rind, basically. Which I don't, I don't think that people understand as much. Like when you say like you went to Guatemala and you brought back coffee beans, it's not like you went to like Whole Foods and like cranked that little, no. you know, the little turny like, <laughs> you know, Lego dispenser that like, <laughs> you know, and it poured into your bag. No, Tom, you, I feel
1: like you've been there before
3: you, you went and, uh, And actually got, got like the green coffee beans and brought them back. We're
0: actually looking at the crop that comes off of the fields that year. And what's also really cool about coffee is it's very, um, it's very family oriented. It's, it's very family oriented farms. There's not a lot of huge, like corporate farms. It's really like small plots of land that people like me and you grow coffee and then, process it in a way that we get, we try to get a good top dollar for our coffee. I feel like and there's those, like a,
1: a lot of similarities with like the brewery, like lifestyle and coffee roasting. Like there's like, we've had so many people who have like it been in like the craft beer world who just are also master roasters and they do the coffee and everything too.
0: Well, the, the difference I think between coffee and beer is, is beer is really kind of a blending process. Like I take different malts and different hops and I kind of blend them all together. Whereas coffee, I have this like precious resource of a green coffee bean that comes from a a specific small little plot of land in the middle of say Columbia, and if that coffee's not good, like there's nothing I can really do. Like I just make the green beans brown. <laughs> I literally put it in a roaster and I'm oversimplifying it for the sake of this because the farmer is spending year in year out growing coffee to try to, you know, try to not only like make a good, you know, make a good living, support their family, like, uh, like the, but to the, keep the traditions of the coffee, growing right. cultures, it, It's not um, just
3: like the coffee goes in the ground. The coffee comes up, people pick it. It's like they're, they're testing like the acidity level of the soil. And there, there's like so much that goes into it. And it's, it's just like, it, it's unbelievable. It's, it's like beer. It's like, but what you're, you know, you're, you're showing is that you're, it's not just, you know, uh, where you go in and you get a can of, uh, of chock full of nuts and it's like, you're dumping it in coffee. No, you're in, uh, in, in beer. You're getting this green, you're getting a, a bean, basically essentially a seed out of a fruit and bringing it back, right. back to the the United States, roasting it yourself and making it what chock full of nuts is.
1: On the nose, this that's, is just that's so a terrible. Like, uh, it's
3: a terrible analogy, right? <laughs> terrible I can't believe analogy. you brought. I can't believe you brought just, chock
1: full of nuts. You just destroyed my soul. He's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> He's talking you. about chock full of nuts. God damn! it. Thank you. What's F- next? You're gonna talk about Folgers? I was gonna, I was gonna say, I
3: could. I, I what's next, Maxwell I, House? Yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna say I could have gone lower. I could have went Folgers. <laughs> There's a McDonald's down the road. You can grab a burger yeah. on your. You way want a Mick Cafe after this? I want a McCafe and a McDouble. (laughs) Nothing sets off the flavor of a good coffee. I got to say that
1: this beer on the nose has been as enjoyable as like every small, like small batch, like iced coffee I ever get, like a local coffee shop where I just go. Yeah, I think everything about that just like wakes me up in the morning. I think the big thing, it's like a, it's like a very corny Folgers commercial. Like, you know, (laughs) the holidays where you just like, as part of waking up. You know that guy comes home for like Christmas and he's just like, right. yeah,
3: yeah. The guy, yeah, the guy. Not the Folgers. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry.
1: He he brought up a truck full of nuts. I had to keep going on it. I couldn't let him sink. All right, I had to help
3: him. <laughs> uh, uh, No, I think I I think the big thing. Uh, Throw him the cinder block. Throw
0: him the cinder block. He's
3: good. I but think. Help him <laughs> <better>. <laughs> I think the big thing for Dan and I that. uh, it really makes us love uh coffee stouts is the fact that we're Dan and I are both huge uh cold brew drinkers. Oh, totally. Ah. And it, it, it I mean the reason for that is because cold cold brew is inherently bitter. Um it's actually less acidic, which I like too.
1: Yeah. Like cold brew, like brewing it's a little less acidic for me. It's good. F- I like that part too, but I, I it's do, less bitter. Yeah, I yeah, it's a lot less bitter and I I steep a shitload of it in my fridge. So yeah. like, I do like a couple pictures at a time because we just go through it a lot. Um, but no, I like all forms of
3: like yeah. coffee and I'm not, I, I, I'm i not a, I'm not a creamer guy. I like, uh, I like a nice black coffee. I'm a splash guy. I like a little splash. A if splash. any, if anything, I'll go a splash, a whole milk.
1: See, you know, with all this beer drinking, my stomach's moving. So I eat oat milk. I okay.
0: I'm bougie. What is oat milk? I don't even really know about oat milk. What, oh. What's the deal? So, gets frothy
1: like regular milk. So? Are you milking little oats? Like, oh. what's going on? That's true. I don't. I don't dog. Know you want what me? What you want me to bring is. a half gallon of oat milk? We'll, we'll have a little fun of your... Uh, we'll do a little yeah. pour over with that. We'll have a little fun at the bar. I'm just gonna bring a little like half gallon of it with me.
3: <laughs> I don't know. That's I like, like uh, that's th- like almond milk. Oh, it, it's almond. I don't juice. like almond milk. No, it's, it's it, almond juice.
1: It's it's too <laughs> it's too thin. The oat milk is nice and nice and frothy. gets a little, it's more like milk.
3: It's because the oat milk says barista style on the, on the yes. carton. No, Super I just
1: parents. like a splash, man. Come on. You're killing me. You're killing me. I just like it. Just, you know, to each their own different strokes for different <sighs> folks.
3: So, um, <clears throat> so what do you, you're all right. So we talked a little bit about the coffee roasting, um, God, so you're doing like you're doing again. like super fair trade stuff. Um you know, you're you're bringing it all back yourself. Um you're roasting we, it We don't
0: do technical fair trade. Our our coffees are fixed price so when the Okay. We,
3: we I don't, don't I, like, I, really, I honestly I don't know what fair trade even means. It's just been, So there's,
0: there's some a, different organizations that if you're buying large amounts of coffee, they'll put on the C price which is a a traded price of coffee, which can be like $2 a pound. Okay. You're a smaller scale when it comes to that. They get exactly, they get an incremental, uh, um, an incremental fee for being fair trade and for doing the right things to their land and for growing the coffee properly and so forth.
2: Yeah.
0: Our, Our coffees are more like fixed price. So the farmer knows he's getting the right price for him to
3: grow coffee. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we're only buying like 20 bags as opposed to 2000 bags. Gotcha.
3: All right. Yeah. Because when I lived in Brooklyn, some, some guy with a curly mustache told me I should buy fair trade coffee. And I was like, okay, <laughs> he's like, it's more ethical, man. He's like, also the same right, guy cool. who told you to buy that track jacket. I mean, this is true. He was, dr- he was riding a <laughs> unicycle. Yeah
0: i think there's a good reason to buy you know and there's a bunch of different like fair trade and ots certified coffees and so forth and there's definitely a good a good reason if you were buying you know larger scale coffee roasting uh don't buy the us blood we coffee. just we just make sure that we're buying coffees that the farmers getting there
1: and it sounds like you guys established like kind of a i guess not i wouldn't say a personal relationship, but you guys are pretty like hands on with like the guys that you go through who have these farms, like the way that you're talking ab- and you're almost like the way you're kind of bragging about how they just, they have this process about how they make the coffee taste better. It just sounds like you guys have a better personal relationship with your coffee, re- like provider, like the be- the person who provides the beans, than like, you know, that place you go to, you know, that franchise or anything like that.
0: I think we more go out and seek the best coffees we can find.
1: Yeah, and you develop that relationship, like you're.
0: you're never- and we and once we know that that farm grows great coffee, we're going to be wanting to buy that coffee every year.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> do you ever do anything with the fruits, like the with
0: you, the cascara? Yeah. So we actually uh, there's a there's a company called Peloton Tea. Tea. You know those guys? No. They make a, a tea with cascara, Ooh, okay. and we actually did a collab with them one time. We did a, uh, I think it was a Belgian Abbey with cascara. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I like cascara. I like Belgian
0: Abbey. So, so, so we have. I'd like to do more, but you know, it's also one of those things where you, you know what people really want: double dry hopped IPAs.
3: <laughs> you know what people want even more. Triple dry hopped with Galaxy.
0: Yeah, but I'd even say that just a double dry hop. No, like it, it's, it's
3: like I, I, I'll it's agree with that. if you put dry, if you slap double dry hopped on a can, it's gonna fucking sell. Boom.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and and I mean, honestly, like we make great beer, so I I, I love you know whether it's single or double dry hopped, and it's just a bigger dose in the single, and then the doubles to half doses. They're all great. Yeah, we I, love hops.
3: We love hops. I, I yeah, I don't I don't think you could go wrong with either at the double or triple dry opt. Um you do have a bit of variation on your in your beer menu. Um so is, is there a certain like philosophy you have behind uh building your your beer menu? Like what what beers you're gonna you're gonna brew? Or is it like uh you're just brewing what you think is gonna sell?
0: Uh, part of it's, we're brewing what, what we want to drink. So, I mean, there's a good part of, Hey, let's do that because I want to drink that beer. And then there's also a good part, like, of we're gonna, we know we're going to bring a lot of people in here and you know, people are going to want to have a lighter beer and people are going to want to have, you know, and we try to, we try to, you know, fill the needs of, of customers. But ultimately, it's about it's about making beer that we want to drink. That's cool.
3: Yeah. No, that's a a great philosophy to have. I mean, we've we've talked to enough breweries that uh, have said like
1: there's like a push and pull between like what we want to drink and then what sells.
3: Yeah. What's going to sell? What's going to move off the uh, out of the fridge? Um, And as a
1: guy, like as we've been talking to you as a West Coast IPA fan, like. You you brew what you like because you like IPAs. And it just so happens, ironically, everybody likes IPAs right now.
0: Right. That's good news.
3: Yeah. For you. Yes. Yeah. For me. Yeah.
0: Like for we so- were just over at uh, Highland Orchards doing a, a pop-up and it was kind of funny when people would come over, they'd be like, well, I really like IPAs and we'd go, okay, well we have eight beers for you here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm looking for something a little lighter. And, and I, like the first day we had like two, we had the Sonnenfest, our Oktoberfest, and we had our Kolsch. We be like, Oh, we have these two beers. You know, it's like, you pick one of those. So it really is like 90% of the beers we brew are IPA or they're like hop forward beers. It is what it
3: is. Yeah, I mean, it's it just it just the way the industry goes is it's like it, it. There is certainly an understanding there of like you have a business. There's a, a, a you got to line your it, It's a business. You have yeah. you have a business to run. You have people to pay. It, there's you got beers that sell. You have you, have you have to brew the beers that sell. Yeah. It, it just. It doesn't well, make and, sen- it doesn't make I'm, sense I'm, for you to I'll go
0: all politician on you. If you actually like look me up into Google, you'll see that this isn't making like crazy hop forward beers has been something I've been doing since the 90s.
3: Well, I mean most brewers And it's
0: genuinely like what I love. Like it's really it's nothing to do with He's made like, me oh. swoon over here. <laughs> What and making what?
1: He's making me swoon over here. He's like, how for yeah, I, I like- mean, like literally, like
0: I've been doing this since I've been brewing beer in the nineties. Like been really trying to push the envelope with hops. The amount of hops we're putting in beers these days is really pushing envelopes. But like I've always been a hop head. I love hops. I mean, like,
3: that a man, my man. That's a cool thing to hear because you know, we've talked to brewers that are like, I fucking hate IPAs, but we also have six IPAs on tap because I also have mouths to feed like like
1: it's cool that like there are brewers out there who love the IPAs and they know that they sell. So they're doing them, but they also still love them. Like you still hold dearly to your uncle, you know, your uncle John's like the IPA and everything. Yeah. 100%
0: 100% Uncle John's but, beer.
3: Like, the,
1: the, that's your like root IPA right there. That's like the staple beer. But
3: that's going to come through in your IPAs. It's you're going to taste a, a noticeable difference in uh someone who is very hop forward uh hello <laughs> versus sure. someone who's just doing it to push beers out the door. You know? Uh they put that love and care into that. Which is it, you know, you can you can find that in both variations of six feet of separation. Goddamn. These beers were really
1: good too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm enjoying, this is my nice little like after dinner beer, like this coffee stout. Yeah. No, I, this is that cup of coffee at the end of my dinner and the,
0: and the label, the label is amazing. Right. <laughs> the like, let's go, let's go out to dinner and see a movie sort of oh, thing.
1: Oh yeah. The, uh, uh, what is it? The intermission. Yeah. Let's go it's to awesome. the
3: movie. I yeah. mean, it's just such a cool label. I love, I love the, uh, the cookies and cream background too.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Oh, the, absolutely. Yeah. Your artist did a great job with this. Um, this beer, reminds me of having that cup of coffee at the end of my dinner at stolen Sun. Yeah. Just after having, I think we had, we had baby juices on tap when we were there. And that was like nice. that and the extant IPA we had um, the baby
0: juices. The baby juices is awesome. Baby
1: and, like, juices is such a universal like IPA for people too.
0: I, I was at, I was at Whole Foods today and while I was there, like talking to, uh, talking to a friend that buys the beer there like two people bought beer, bought baby juices while I was there. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> But it's, it's been a great beer. And it's like a beer that we almost decided to stop making because we really, like, I think we we had some issues in the first few batches that we weren't completely thrilled about. And we really like tweaked it out and tweaked it out. And, uh, like what we're doing now, like the beer is amazing. I mean, for a session beer to be 4.7% or 4.6% IPA has that, ha- that yeah as much flavor and as much hops that are in that beer, that beer actually costs us more to make than most of our beers cost.
1: Hmm. Just to, just to get to that point And the fact that you guys yeah. distribute it and to be honest, it's a great beer. I've, I've taken that home from the brewery and, like that has sat in my fridge and I've given it to people as a session IPA, like people who aren't like into the, like the flavorful craft IPAs, but are just into like, I would say quote beer flavored beer. I would give, right. I, I would give them just like a baby juice is Like, Hey, this is like an intro level IPA for you. Just like, just give this a go. Like, see how you like it. They dig it every time. Like yeah. it's just such an easy drinking sessionable IPA.
0: Yeah. So, and, and super juicy too. I mean, just the, I mean, it's like a juice box.
3: Oh yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's, it's funny that you bring up baby juices. Oh yeah. Because, uh, I honestly, I've never had a, a bad beer from stolen son. You know, uh, eh. the, the second anniversary beer, I've sent that out to people. Holy like shit. you second gotta, anniversary was awesome. yeah, you gotta, you gotta try this beer. Um, Sweet Tang was great. Yep. Um, both these six feet of separate. Uh, all of the beer that I've had from you. Spectacular. Um, baby juices. I I got it. Uh, that was my first. That was my intro in the Stolen Sun, And it came at the rec- recommendation of my co-host here, Dan. And uh, I picked some up. And I, I I picked it up at the Foodery in Phoenixville. And, uh, I brought it home and, uh, I, cracked into it and I, I was drinking it and I texted Dan and I was like, man, uh, you know, some of these flavors really aren't coming through. And then I gave you a fresh one from the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like. Yeah. It, so when I got it from the foodery, it w- it was sitting warm out on a, on a shelf. Well, that's not good. Number one. Yeah. And it, it was, <laughs> I, I think it was like three months after like the brewed on date. And,
0: wow. Yeah. That actually never happens. I actually never see dates
1: that old. So yeah, I, um, I actually, so it was funny cause we were doing a beer trade and you gave me some baby juices yeah. and I was like, oh, cool. Awesome. And I was like, I have some of this already. And like I cracked it and I said, I was like, Tom, I'm coming over to your house. I need <laughs> to give you straight from the brewery baby juices right now before you make any decision on Stolen Sun. <laughs> like yeah, right over there. I was, was like, you have, wow. try, you have to have this one right now. That was my
3: <laughs> that was my first intro in a in the stolen sun. And I was like, man, this is really not, you know, not spectacular. And uh and Dan thankfully, you know, told me, I was like, oh, no, this is not. None of this is good. Nothing about this is good.
1: I ran over there with like the baby <laughs> juices that I got straight from you well, guys. You. And I was like, dude, you have to crack this one. I was like, I well, ran I across saying, the county I, for that.
0: I, I think we like at the very beginning, we had a couple batches that we were not thrilled with. It not was early. Too, bad, yeah. But like, I felt like there was a weird, like, uh like vegetal note to the beer.
3: Well, this is this was uh. I feel like it was
1: the way it was handled because you said it, it was on like
3: it was just. It was sitting on a shelf next to like a, next to a cash register. Yeah. That's not good.
1: Yeah. And that's not a beer that you want. Like no, at that temperature. And like, we don't know what they did. Like, you know, warm, cold, warm, cold, like how many repeated like
3: temperatures it was in. And Dan, Dan even told me, he was like, check the brood on date. And I looked at the bottom of the can. It was like three months prior.
1: Yeah. I, cause Dude, I have said nothing but great things about yeah. baby juices. And when he... Well, actually, the Sunset Wheat was awesome that he got from... They must have had that earlier at the foodery. Because the Sunset Wheat was... Yes, and the I Sunset Wheat was really good. And you know me. I don't like wheat beers. Yeah, Dan's not, Dan's <laughs> not a wheaty guy. I like
0: that beer a lot. Um, well, you, but you know yeah. what's weird is, like, the, we actually stopped making Sunny Wheat. And uh, because... That's exactly what people would say is like, oh, I don't like wheat beers, but Sunny Wheat really isn't. It's like an American wheat beer, so it's maybe thirty to you know forty percent wheat. It's not a ton of wheat, like a half of and it doesn't have a half of ice and wheat str- yeast strain.
1: Yeah, it's even lighter than like Blue Moon too, which like yeah, and it's got the awesome
0: like orange blossom honey in it.
1: And since honey, we stopped I think-
0: making it, I have so many people coming up to me going, well, "How come you don't make that beer anymore?" And so we'll, we'll bring it back.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that beer, to be honest, I'm not a wheat drinker. Like I don't like wheat beers. Um, I think, I think blue moon kind of ruined wheat beers for me. So that's why. Right. Um, but that beer, like I gave it to my, I gave it to my wife. Like Tom gave it to me. I was like, it's a wheat beer. I'm going to give it to my wife. She's going to like it. She goes, drink this. You're going to like it. I took a couple sips. I'm like, Okay. I, I I'm sold. This is a great beer. She's like, I was like, how many more do we have in the fridge? She's like, no, this is the only one. I'm like, God damn it.
0: <laughs> and and you know what's weird? Like all of our beers are dry hop and Stone Sun.
1: I was gonna say it's got a little bit of like more. And, of well, except
0: forward. for except for like this beer, we
3: right. don't dry hop this.
1: <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> this is
3: like uh, yeah. How do you dry hop a stout? How, I was gonna say how do you how like does, how does one dry hop a stout?
0: Oh, it can be done. They're delicious. It can be done. Too, but, done right. Yeah. But
1: the coffee is really what you the want
0: coffee to you wouldn't really want to do. It.
1: Yeah. You want the coffee cut. I've never had a dry hop stout. I've never had a hopped stout. I've had like the dry stouts, but I have never had like the, you know, like the Guinness extra dry. I've had the extra dry. Like on tap, but that's it.
3: Hey, Whatever that means. Yeah, you're getting in a chock full of nuts territory here, buddy. Yeah, chock it full is, of nuts. Maxwell close. House. I'm getting into yeah. my
0: Maxwell House. So triple triple X stout. Is that what you were drinking?
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Dos Equis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: All right. Um. Yeah. Let, let's say final words on this. Uh. On this stout, and then we'll we'll get uh we'll get John out of
1: here. Yeah, we'll get him back home. Yeah. He's sweating under those uh, stage lamps right now. I know. So, um, it's in here for like a whole fish concert right now
3: (laughs) for, for me, uh, the, uh, the coffee stout went down super easy. Um, exactly what I'm looking for in a stout. I like uh, a good roast flavor to it. Um, the fact that it's a 6.2% man, that's great that I can have more than one of these, (laughs) which is, uh, that's uh, awesome. I, I feel like that's not really Uh, Something you find in a stout. It's not representative enough in the, in the stout variety, you know, you get that Imperial style and it's, it's all 11%, 12%, you know, 13%. You you get up. I I have a a 15% in my fridge right now with the uh, Aslan beer, Um, but a a six. And and when are you ever really going to drink that? (laughs) it's just
0: going to sit in your fridge for a long time it's been
3: it's been sitting in my fridge for a long time I um i'm honestly i'm scared to drink it at this point um but i I love this a 6.2 percent uh roasty I, i artisan style stout um air quotes yeah air quotes uh because artisan doesn't mean anything.
0: Um well and and the coffee and it's amazing, right? I mean the coffee flavor that's, that's is on the, that's a, the, that's a, that's on a,
3: the nose. F- just the big part about it I think that really comes through is that you're a, a master roaster
1: and that it, comes through on this beer.
3: Yeah, 100%. Can, I I don't know I don't know how to put it in words that the the roast of the coffee comes through. It's I'm getting more of that nice coffee roast than i am getting the malt roast if that yeah. makes sense
1: i'm getting a little like the malt roast at the
0: end i'm getting malt
3: but go, yeah it, it's more yeah, so you're right i mean the coffee is like
0: the star of this beer
3: right but it's not overpowering it, yeah. it just it works hand in hand with the with the stout so good it's easy it going. just yeah i i don't know like how to say anything about this but it's just really good and Everyone should go out and get this. It's it's stout season, baby stout season but
0: I've been hey. the, all night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to probably going to watch a lot of Netflix after yeah, this beer.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, coffee on the nose. Amazing. Just every time I put my nose in this glass, when I drink it, I'm getting the coffee. I enjoy it
3: so much. You're getting, you're getting a great creamy mouthfeel creamy mouthfeel without, without the, without the adjuncts.
1: Yeah, exactly. No adjuncts with this, like the uh, the oats in everything, just giving that nice, creamy mouth to it. Um, it's given me everything I enjoy when I get a nice like like a nice cup of coffee, a nice iced coffee to start my day. This is what I, this is a great after dinner beer for me.
3: I could start my day with this if it was if it was sociably acceptable, yeah, socially
1: accept- acceptable. I would start my day with this. Well,
0: in 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 COVID times, it is socially acceptable. Work from home. Yeah. Work from home. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, I got my cup of
3: Yeah, guy guy who drives all day can't do that.
1: Yeah, sorry, Tom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, work not work from home, Tom. Uh cannot drink this uh, in the morning. Hey, 6.6%, man. You're good. All right, 6.2. 102, man. 102. Yeah. Just keep it 102. <laughs> um yeah, no, uh, I would highly recommend any of these beers. Um, if, if you're, if you're an IPA guy, uh, you know, we went over the, the six feet of separation. You really can't go wrong with either variety. It's really all based on your flavor.
1: To be honest, it was refreshing having a brewer on who's an IPA fan.
3: Yeah. Especially a West coast IPA fan. Oh Yeah. It
1: was oh, it just warms, just warms my heart. Just
3: warms my heart. I can't wait for Stolen Sun to do a nice single hop variety.
1: What you got going on over there?
0: <laughs> single hop variety. So we do have a hopophonic that we that we brew that we've done
3: with Mosaic, Idaho 7, Citra. That's not uh, a single yeah. hop variety. That's not a single hop variety. You said multiple you hop. It just brewed with one the- hop. No, no, each we've hop oh, a is okay. a series that we do.
0: That each beer is like, like we've done one with Zappa hops, one with
3: Mosaic hops, one with Citra. All right, now you're now you're talking. Now you're yeah. salvating a little bit right yeah. now. Hold on, Dan. Dan and I are uh single hop connoisseurs. Wow, I'll
1: wait till I get galaxy. You want the galaxy, right? I'm, wait, that- I'm, see, yeah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. That's it's not, okay, and, and not necessarily. I'll get bougie. I'll, I'll, I'll come rolling over the like Big boy from Outkast. Just a big puffy jacket. And
3: everything. <laughs> yeah. You, you throw me.
0: Look. <laughs> Let I'm, me give you the diamond credit card for that one.
3: <laughs> Diners Club. <laughs> I'm a, you know, I, I like a. I'll go. I'll, I'll skew a little different. Like, I, my big first like, uh, IPA style was Double Simcoe from Weyerbacher. Okay. Delicious. So, uh, Simcoe. I'll go Simcoe all the all day. Simcoe's got a nice danky earthy taste to well, it. Bring, like that. bring bring it back to Locust Lane, Yeah. Sugar Town Simcoe, man. Great that beer. was a, that was a great, great single hop variety. I will. It's, I will, it's, it's tough to sell those. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I think I, I think you need to get it. You need. You're going to sell those to the purists. There's a niche. Trust me. There's yeah. a niche that S Locust Lane they still have some uh, Sugar Town Simcoe. Oh, they just
1: brought back, yeah.
3: Yeah, they still have them. No, they didn't bring them back. Still have them. They're on tap, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it- I have been I've been wanting to like do an
0: old school throwback cascade single hop. Oh. And just
3: really go crazy with it. Dan, like, Dan and I would be at your door, like looking, like, is it ready yet? All right,
0: I'm gonna do it. <laughs> like, do it. Ee ee ee. I love Cascade. I mean,
3: Cascade is, you know, it's it's one of the best hops I, ever I, grown. I think you might be able to talk to our friends over at uh, Fawn Hill. Yeah, Fawn Hill Hop Farm, Reading, Pennsylvania.
1: They're a Cascade. Uh,
3: yeah, Chinook Cascade. I ever
0: want to go local, man. They're uh, they're a good hop farm. That's a good idea. That's not a bad idea.
3: Yeah, source it all local. Good idea. Yeah. All right. All local. Source. Yeah, and then get your 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 malt from uh, Deer Creek. Oh, oh man, PA Pride. You get all <laughs> PA, baby. We can do that. <laughs> I don't know. Idea man. Yeah. With, with, <laughs> what, what the fuck do we know? We just speak into microphones. Yeah,
1: we just talk the mics. Yeah, and we drink <laughs> beer.
3: Um. All right. Let's get let's let's wrap this thing up. Um. John. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing your beers with us. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, We appreciate what you do. Um, Your beers are excellent. Uh, We we can't speak enough about Stolen Sun beer. Um, You can follow Stolen Sun. uh, You can check out their Instagram at Stolen Sun Brew. And you can check out their uh, untapped at Stolen Sun Brewing Co., and then you can check out their website at www.stolensun.com nice yeah or
0: you can just come visit us wednesday to sunday
3: yeah in, in Axton, yeah.
0: right behind the old ufc gym look at oh, the giant the look, look for though. the
3: giant ufc gym and then that's uh, right
0: and then the you, new sign is coming the new sign is coming it's going to be huge
3: are you going to have the big are you going to have the big sun are you going to have the big sun logo <laughs> huge Huge. It's going to be huge. You take a picture of it and then tweet at Dina White. Ha ha ha. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, as they're taking the sign down, I'm just going right. to be
3: like crushing it, <laughs>
0: stomping <laughs> on it. <laughs>
1: I love it, it. Just give it a nice uh rear naked choke. And just have somebody <laughs> That's
3: right. have some have somebody behind you playing the uh the mm. Hulk Hogan theme song. I'm a real American. <laughs> <laughs> um Dan, what are what what plugs you got for us?
1: All right, guys. Um if you enjoyed this episode, which we definitely did, um you know, follow us on Instagram and Facebook for all of our uh, posts about beer, about episodes, everything. It's best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends, P O D. I love POD drops. Uh, email us. If you have a brewery in mind that we should feature or a brewer we should talk to, um, just anything beer related. Yeah. Um, send us an email. It's best, best at gmail.com. That's best, best P O D.
3: I love calling all <laughs> the P O D drops. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So, uh, you know, go on, uh, go on your, whatever, wh- wherever you're listening to us, um, subscriber and view us. Uh, we talked about it earlier um rate and review is how um you know you help the podcast grow uh and then if you're uh if you like the podcast tell your friends uh if you like the uh the episode uh with stolen Sun, we have a, a full catalog online uh for you to go back and listen to with many breakers around
1: the area that you can you know catch up
3: on yep yep um if you if you want to learn more about beer uh, go back and listen to uh, to other episodes with uh, other brewers because everybody adds a little different flavor, uh, much like POD, um, who we've played before, and uh, they add a different flavor like this. I had to
1: turn down my bass a little bit. I was really, I was really getting <laughs> in my headphones there.
3: All right. So, uh, John, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thank um, you so much we Thanks, really appreciate guys. you coming on uh yeah
1: what do you think it's pretty cool i mean still uh, sounds pretty good i mean ipa guy i mean west coast west <laughs> you think coast he's a IPA new friend
3: yeah new friend new friend john you are awesome you're <laughs> a new friend of the podcast uh you can expect your welcome package in seven to ten business months long time <laughs> that's, that's a lot of COVID months to come. <laughs> it's a pandemic, man. I don't know if I got
0: that. <laughs> I, I made that borrowed time at this point. He's gonna
3: have six to twelve more inches of hair by then. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> All right, man. Everybody, go out. Uh, if if you're local, uh, hit up Stolen Sun. If you're not local, just go there. Come on. It, yeah, yeah, if you're if you're travel
1: not, out here in Chester County, swing
0: through. What else are you doing right now? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, Exactly.
3: And if you're not local and you need stolen sun in your life, hit us up at best best friends pod at best best friends pod. I, I feel so alive. And we the very first time. God damn, it goes on for so long. And we may or may not send some out to you that may not may or not be illegal. Um God damn, look at you beer meal over here. Yeah. I mean, we got to spread the spread the spread the beer love. All right, that's it. Cool, John. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, uh, thanks for having us, us about coffee awesome. and beer. Um, Dan, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> Always making me blush. And guys, just remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. um and always remember and keep it just in, in the back of your mind that jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself oh god he was killed he was killed by the clinton family yeah <laughs> oh, it gets so awkward every time it really does uh best Western podcast episode 42 <laughs> we out see you
0: Friends best, best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and
1: Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best
3: best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two blo- uh- 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 By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some video uh uh uh, uh os Video's Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks Fuck this shit Clang out with little lunchbox Become a
1: clugga lay A clugga
3: Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy
0: And this podcast is both, so it's so hard for me. Best Best
2: Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Carver's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods out there, were it the ones for me. have seen it still alive, and listen to Best Best Friends